The Reaper, The Maelstrom, and The Thief is a Dungeons & Dragons show by Rollcast and is intended for mature audiences. It contains mature themes, strong language, violence, and drug references. Full content warnings can be found in the episode description. Hello, and welcome to the first video for The Reaper, The Maelstrom, and The Thief, a new Dungeons & Dragons series that will have videos and podcasts published fortnightly. This is a homebrew campaign that primarily runs off 5e, but we do bring in some mechanics, spells, and gods from previous editions. Additionally, whilst most of the gods that we're using and some of the places exist in the official 5e canon, they're generally quite different in our campaign. So if we say or we do something that doesn't quite line up with the uh, 5e canon, then uh, move on, I guess. We've been uh, running this campaign as a group for the past two years now, but due to some copyright issues with the soundtracks that we used, we've not really been able to publish these videos. Until now, that is. If you'd like to get completely up to date with our adventures so far, take a look at the video on our channel, and you'll be able to find out what's happened to our group already, which gods they've angered, who amongst them can't handle their alcohol, and who has made sweet, sweet love to a broom. Luckily though, despite the length of time we've been gaming together, we're actually quite early in the story. So now is the perfect time to jump in. I'm Tom, the Games Master for this campaign. And with me are JB, Kugan, and Gaz. JB, would you like to let us know who you're playing? Yep, sure. I'm playing a guy called Ragnarok. Rag for short. Uh, he's uh, he's, he's, a bit, he's, he's a hell of an orc. He's, uh, he's a bit of a strutter. He sniffs, he kicks, he breaks, he fakes. And he plays. Oh boy, does he play. He plays the loot. What orc plays the loot? Rag does. Uh, you could come and join the chaos. With this unruly, passive-aggressive, mountainous green lump of a... Well, just pretty much an asshole, really. What will be his footing in this party? Does he want to lead or simply follow? Let's just say, this guy can't be told what to do. Brilliant. Kugan, how about you? Oh, well, well done for that, JB. That was, that was fantastic. Thanks, Kugan. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, my name is Gregor. I, uh, yeah, my name is Gregor, or as some call me, Gregor the Last. I'm a dragonborn who was brought up in the church of Talos. My village was destroyed by an undead entity known as the Blizzard of Corpses. I was all that was left of Skald. To find answers of why my village was destroyed, I learned the ways of Talos, got stronger, and became a fully-fledged cleric of Talos. But then the war started. That was a pain in the ass for me, but I saw. My cleric, comrades, and I were sent to the east to serve the King Titan, who was his, in his brutal civil war. For several years, I fought battle after battle, until I finally opened my eyes and saw the king for the mad tyrant he truly was. But, but my comrades 
and allies were still blinded by his madness. So I had no choice. I had to abandon my post, my comrades, my friends, to search for what I had forgotten during the war. Why was my village destroyed? What happened to my mother and my father? What is the blizzard of corpses? And how do I destroy it? For me to find these answers, however, I must get stronger and gather allies. Oh, help. With both the old cleric brethren and the king's assassins after me, I must get stronger or die trying. More recently, I've been traveling with an interesting group, a half-orc bard with a bad temper, and a human monk who is shrouded in mystery. We have met a god and entered into a contract with him, destroyed unwieldy creatures, and made friends along the way. I do not see where the future lies with us, but hopefully this group will lead me to the goal of destroying the blizzard of corpses and avenging my villain. Fantastic. Finally, Gaz, tell us a bit about your character. Okay, yeah. Um, well, my name is Ivok Mylarts, um, and he was a monk. Uh, well, he is a monk, and he's wandered as a nomad for many years. Uh, once he used to be with the monastic guild, which dedicated its teachings to the mind and body. Uh, they were thought of as heroes, as they would help locals at times of strife, uh, regardless of the circumstances. His monastery used to lay on top of Paransay Mountains, uh, where his biting frost weather, um, which would aid in their training in the harsh environments, which would start as soon as they could walk, really. Uh, for years, um, his mind and body was built to withstand any test, uh, whether it was a combat or philosophy. Not everyone survived, it was hard. And those that did hoped to control their key. Um, a power attainable to those who walk the monastic life. Like others, I was an orphan, but I had a family within the Herensei Guild. I was practicing the ancient art of the, uh, that was known as Stillwarming in preparation to come and Majir, uh, a final key control exercise that relied on using key to warm up the body while sat perfectly still in the snow. When everything, and it was when he was doing that, that everything changed. During the exercise, he saw a vision of a screaming and torment before seeing a copper spider, which is the emblem on my guild, come to life before freezing solid and shattering. He saw it in his mind's eye as he was meditating. Um, and when it came to, he knew that something had gone wrong. It was an overwhelming sense of dread. Um, so we hurried back to his guild and his brothers, um, that's where he found that all his brothers had been flayed. Um, his home was absolutely uh, disintegrated, oh, sorry, desecrated by blood and sinew. No one had survived. And the only clue were many sets of tracks that resembled what he thought at the time were dragonborn. He followed them into the forest, uh, which but eventually lost track and wasn't able to find them, and continued searching for about five years asking whoever would listen about my order. During this time, I began to give in to my rage and prejudice about the Dragonborns, leading me further away from the serenity my order tried to instill within me. Oh, in me. 
directionless, I stumbled across two other adventurers after we were kidnapped as slaves and escaped, one of which was a dragonborn that I found hard to trust. Over time though, I began to trust him, especially as I discovered that the dragonborn might not have been the cause of the destruction of my order. Surprisingly, it is the half-orc, Ragnarok, that tests my patience more. But, over time, I have begun to calm my unpredictable anger once more, especially after dealing with the god of tricks, Cyric. Cyrus. Cyric. Who, Cyric. Cyric, that's the one, yep. Cyric, who, as a game, cursed me with blindness and then cursed me with glowing eyes that seem to be able to control people, but this power can hurt them or may not always work. So it's a little bit... Yeah, still trying to work that one out. There is one final question beyond Cyric and this battle between gods, who was the drunk I found, who wore the emblem of my order. Did he buy it as a trinket or is there more to this uh, man than meets the eye? Which would be something I hopefully might be able to find out. It's brilliant. Cheers for that, guys. So, just before we jump in, quick heads up. None of us here are voice actors. Now, have we ever had any drama lessons or anything like that, that I know of? This is probably about the time that one of you just jumps in and so that you attended RADA once upon a time. Nonetheless, if you're expecting some amazing character voices, then you kind of shit out of luck here. What you will get, though, are some... Just... I was going to say, what you, what you will get, though, are some... Uh... Some attempts at the accents and voices. Some will be successful. Some, most of the ones that I attempt, won't be. But hopefully in time, we'll uh, improve somewhat. But with all of that out of the way, let's jump into last session summary and the tale of Rag, Gregor and Ibuk, also known as the newly christened Solomonari. Having returned to Beggar's Hollow and collecting, collected their adventurous permit from Lord Solus, the group went their separate ways, with Gregor remaining at the tavern, getting suitably drunk, and Rag and Ivok returning to the potion cellar Teaks to turn in the Renario mushrooms he had requested. After a small amount of convincing, Tix sold Rag some potions at a reduced rate, as well as entering into a contract with him and Ivok to buy any further mushrooms they found in their travels. Next, they set off for the fields in the outskirts to locate their wormling Bimit, as well as Gregor, who unbeknownst to them had remained behind in the tavern. They soon realised their mistake though, and set off back into the village to find their compatriot. As this was happening, Gregor realised that his friends had left, and after Continuing to get drunk, he staggered out into the village to find them. On his way, he bumped into the same strange grey tiefling that Rag and Ivok had previously met and given false names to. During the conversation, Gregor let slip that they had lied about their names to the tiefling, who was none other than Amrius Reap, the father of Echar Reap, and the very man who was funding the expedition to the temple of Merkel. Although he was still very drunk, throwing up on himself in the process, Gregor retained enough clarity to convince Amrius not to follow him to the outskirts, as he realised that doing so would reveal the existence of Bimit, 
who Gregor had bragged about slaying. But he did agree to meet Amrius in the tavern shortly afterwards for an interview of sorts. With that, the tiefling set off back again into the tavern, leaving Gregor to stumble around the village in a drunken stupor until he ran into Ivor and Rag once again. They managed to convince him to have a nap whilst they dealt with Amrius' interview. Though not before he tried to grab Bidmit's tail and then fell fast asleep. At the tavern, Ivor and Rag completed their interviews. Ivor completed his without incident, being welcomed onto the expedition. Though because of Rag's answers, as well as his forced smile, put upon him by Ivor's helm of telepathy, certain stipulations were added for him to join, which mainly involved Ivor also being punished if the half-orc caused any trouble. During this, Gregor walked back up, completely sober, and made his way to the tavern as well, being met by Amrius once inside. Like Rag, he was allowed on the expedition with stipulations due to his past in King Titan's army. Although Amrius did appreciate Gregor's honesty. With the interview completed, Amrius offered to portal them back to Salt Harbour, which they initially accepted, but soon began to panic when they realised doing so would abandon Bimit. A classical runaround began with the group trying to lead Amrius away from Bimit, which all culminated in the Wormlings revealed to Amrius after Gregor confidently snuck him into the village. Surprisingly, Amrius decided to help them and vanished before reappearing minutes later with an amulet embedded with both a black new mine crystal along with multiple, multiple runes that when worn turned Bimit's appearance into that of a fey dragon. With their problem solved, Amrius conjured yet another portal which Gregor, Rag, with Mini Bimit on his shoulder, passed through. Though Amrius held Ivok back for a quick chat about his leadership of the group. Back in Salt Harbour itself, the group departed from Amrius and returned to the Baneful Squid, where they were greeted by Crum Grimlock. Infuriated by how the evening had gone, Rag proceeded to get blackout drunk at the bar, and once again passed out on the bar itself, cuddled up to the diminutive form of Bimit. Both Ivok and Gregor decided to retire as well, though for Gregor he had little sleep. With the magic nullification of the pink Newmine crystal in play, he was bombarded by two sets of conflicting memories, forcing him to try and retain his sanity. And that, guys, is where we got to last session. Brilliant. So, it is now the next morning. Gregor, you spent the entire night tossing and turning, trying to sleep, but not really not really managing any success. Your nose stopped bleeding, your ears stopped bleeding, but you still have this sense of unease, sense that something's not quite right with yourself. I mean, evidently it's not. You can you can remember two lives at this point. Mm. Yeah, this is gonna be interesting. You did sleep well enough to fully recover all of your health though. Okay. Yeah. Ivor can rag. Could you roll me just a straight up D twenty, please? That'll be a seven. Seven, yeah. It's eleven for me. 
Okay, so both of you managed to sleep okay-ish. Either of you tossed and turned a little bit, you woke up a few times in the night. But you you slept well enough, you feel rested. Rag, considering that you were literally passed out on the bar itself, you were never going to you were never going to get an amazing night's sleep. But again, you, you were well rested enough, you wake up, uh, the sun is now breaking through into the tavern itself. You look around and Crumb isn't anywhere near you. Well, Bimit is. Bimit's still just curled up in the side. Ah, Crumb! No answer. Coffee! Hold on a second, Rag. Hold on, I'm trying to open up the tavern. Come on, hurry up, I need a coffee. I know you need a coffee, you drank half the bloody bar last night. Uh, you just hear him growl, and then you can hear like his footsteps in the distance. He's in the back room at the moment. Takes a second or two, and you can hear some water being poured. Bimit. Bimit is still fast asleep at this point. So take, take my hand and I'm just give a little tap on the head. Bimit! Bimit, come on! Roll me a strength, please, because you're a big orc. You're a big half-orc who's, you know, hung over to fuck. That's a natural one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, always, a good start. Nice. always a good start. Always a good start. It's always a good start. You Bimit's start... Dead. <laughs> and that's sort of the problem of you guys having a dragon. Uh, you start, you start like tapping him, and he doesn't. He, he just kind of shuffles a little bit, but doesn't really do too much. So getting a bit irritated, you start hitting him again. You hit him. You hit the top of his head, and his head kind of smacks against the base of the bar. It looks like he damaged him a little bit, but he started to shuffle himself, started to get up. Why hit me, Rouse? Time to go. What rouse? Arise. Just kind of his his little reptilian eyes just kind of narrow at you slightly, just Crumb Whoa Another coffee, make it two. The other two woke it up. No idea. Oh who do you have a coffee for then? I want to drink too. Go and see if the others are awake. You go see if the others are awake, Rag. I'm not your bloody maid. <laughs> can I can I start coming downstairs? Or... Yeah, yeah. You you guys can come down whenever you want. <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, yeah, I'll do that then, and I'll come up to the bar and I'll be like, "Morning, Rag. <sighs> How are you feeling?" <sighs> Yep, same as usual, I see. Have we seen our friend Gregor anywhere? He's, He's still, still sleeping. sleeping. Ah, right. Well, I request food, I believe, before we start today. Well, you'll be lucky. I'm getting my coffee first. Oh, yes, yes. Orc must have his coffee, I do remember. Uh, is there any service here? 
you can just hear Crumb still kind of like smacking around in the back. No, would that be Crumb? He's, he's not being very delicate about it. Just kind of comes back into the bar, and you, Rag, you see him. You see him with like just a very big cup, like very big, bigger than your hand. And considering you're a half orc, that's that's quite big. Coffee now. Here's your damn coffee, Rag. Two gold. Wait. I'll just down, just down the, almost the whole pot of coffee. I'll leave a, a quarter of it for uh, for Bimit. <laughs> I'll look at Mimit and I'll be like, Morning, Mimit, you alright? Look like you've been in the wars yourself. It's Bimit. And the big one hit me. Oh, yes, I do apologize. It's okay. It bit it. it. Would, would you fancy doing us a, a favor and go and get, him, go and get an El Pal Gregor? Let Bimit drink weird liquid first. Okay. He just kind of pushes himself up, and yeah, bearing in mind that this is now the size of like a cocker spaniel, it's a very small little bright red dragon just pushing himself up on the bar, just clicks over towards where the uh, big mug is, reaches his head over, and just dips his head in. Hey. Goes right up to his haunches. Wait your turn. You can just hear this lapping sound. When I'm finished, <laughs> I'll let. Uh... I'll hold the um, the tank out of coffee up to his uh, to his snout. He's just lapping it up. You can see um, you can see the slits in his eyes. You know, like where his irises are. They just get even thinner as he's drinking this caffeine. There's a good boy. Whereas before, he was just kind of like just like crouched over drinking quite fine. This is drinking more. His like talons are standing to just drum against the um, drum against the bar top. He seems restless. <laughs> That'll get you ready for the day. He's just his tail has started wagging at this point. You can uh, from the feel of the cup, he's drank over half of what you would um, over half of what you'd left for him. I guess I'm uh, pretty hot then, seeing as I've had a, a triple dose of what I normally have. You're wired, but not to the point where it's affecting anything. You just feel very hyper. Ah, come on, we're best gonna go see where Gregor is. So as you're getting up, um, you can see that Crumb is like opening the doors to the uh, street outside. He's lit the fire, and even though it must only be about nine o'clock, it's quite early in the morning. People are already starting to make their way into the tavern. Do I see Ivok at this point? Ivok is next to you at the bar, I believe. Hey, I'm just waiting for them to finish the coffees. Ivok? Hi. Are you ready? I certainly am. We've got a busy day today. Finally. We've got a very busy day. May I just ask, uh, quite before we go, have you got any of that meat that we... Acquired, left or 
no, I'm all out. We need to, this is why we have a busy day. We need to get meat sauce for Bimit. And we also need to find out some information on the temple. Yes, lot to do in little time. Should we go and get this Gregor up and be on our way? Yes, let's rouse him. Yeah, we're going to go and get Gregor then. Yeah, so you guys go upstairs. Gregor, are you actually awake yet? Are you still just trying to sleep off the previous Yes, night? trying to sleep and trying to get my head around having <laughs> two sets of memories, which is a lot of fun. So as you guys make your way up the stairs, the stairs just start creaking under your weight, especially you, Rag. And Bimit is just still on your shoulder at this point in time. You don't hear anything coming from Gregor's room as you approach it. I'll just bang on the door. Just... There's just a kind of noise. Uh, Gregor! Ignore it. Yeah, still no sound coming through from Gregor's side. Gregor! Yeah, nothing. Still not, still not wanting to move. No response. Uh, I'll, <coughs> I'll boot the, the door in then. The swift kick of his boot. Roll me a strength. Eighteen. Yeah, so you kind of you you swing your leg back quite far, and then you just swing it forward. It's not like a proper like soles of your uh, soles of your boot kind of kick into it. It's just like almost you were kicking a football. You hit the bottom of it, and it just kind of cracks and just swings open. Orcs. Subtle as always, I see. What a bloody hell is going on up there? Sorry, Crumb. What are you guys doing to my tavern? Let me in for that matter. I'll, I'll fix it. it. Bloody best do, Rag. I'm guessing I heard the door swing open, I would have thought. Yeah, it's a very, very loud noise, Gregor. And it's the door to your room that's just been kicked in. Yeah. Okay, I literally suddenly turn around and look at the door and see Rag standing there. I just go, for God's sake, Rag, do I look like I want to be disturbed? Do you understand how much of a busy day we've got? We have three days You do this expedition. Do you have any idea of the information we need before we start this i'm sorry i had a bit of a rough night and so did i i didn't drink half the tavern get up crumb will make you a coffee and then we can start the day i just yeah i just get up at this point a bit furiated with this and just nudge nudge rag as i walk out yeah, so Rag, he, uh, Gregor just kind of yeah shuffles straight by you. You you feel a bit of um, you feel a bit of animosity coming from him, but Gregor just walks straight out of the room, just leaving you and Bimit alone in that room. Let's turn and say to Ivor, "What's his problem?" I don't know, but can we please try and keep it a little bit more calm between us? Remember, our enemies are out there, and my neck is on the line. Mm. So, yeah, you guys walk downstairs. Gregor, what are you doing now that you're at the bar itself? Uh, 
I just sit there, just still a bit, kind of a bit dazed in a way, still trying to wrap mm. my head around this memory thing. So as you're just kind of sat there at the bar, just like, how's going on type of thing. Crum is like stood behind the bar, he's just polishing, um, polishing the tankard. You look a bit worse for rare, a bit worse for uh, where Gregor. Bloody hell happened out there. I just look at him, just really like subtle, and just go bad nightmares, I suppose. Oh, I know the feeling. I know that all too well. Well, no, a uh, good cup of coffee won't show. Just kind of like uh, reaches underneath the bar itself and just plonks a cup of coffee at you, at your hands. My thanks. I just grab it. Just uh, yes. that'll be one gold. One gold. I throw the gold just on the on the bar side. Much obliged. So, you guys, uh, you guys back here for long? I believe last so. Day. I think we're here for three days. I believe. Uh, how great! I was going to say last I heard you were uh, you were out travelling for Epsarik, weren't you? We were. How'd that go? Ah, it was an interesting one. It was an interesting one. Oh, I just well, it was more well, than interesting. His rag is just approaching behind. Oh, why, why would you say that, Rag? I don't want to talk about it. Do you have... Um, do you have a new piece for your door? His face just kind of drops slightly, his eyes now are, what do you mean a new piece? Well, I I'm sorry, Crump, but I've, I've broken your door. For God's sake, Reg, just because we're orcs don't mean we've got to break everything. I know, I know. I said I will fix it, but do you have a piece? Well, not on me, no. Your best bet is probably, uh... Crash, what would your best bet be? I think it's... I think it's only slightly bent. I'll, uh, I'll fix it. Uh, say that you do, say that you do, Reg. Well, I won't keep you guys for much longer, and I'm sure you, you've got a lot to be doing. You probably need to go tell Epshaw that you're back. Thank you. Can I, no. can I just go to the bar and just be like, um, Crumb, uh, other than coffee, would you happy to have any breakfast items or anything we might be able to take with us today? I've got to be frank. You can have that. you got to be frank about what? Beef flank. A oh, flank of cow. Flank, how much would that yeah. be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you have it for five silver. Five silver? That's not too uh, generous. I think. Yeah, well. You guys are at Stadia, so I can always give you a bit of a cheapness. And let's be honest here, that fucking elf back in, uh, uh, back in Market of Rust won't be too happy if I starve you out, will he? Well, of course. And as you know, we are rather loyal customers so far, do we? Do you have any more? Hey. Yes, take five silver. I'll give five silver. Just pinch it through. 
Uh, I have got. I think I've got about five of these cakes left. We're expecting another delivery soon, and uh, if I remember rightly, we had an envoy out to uh, Baker's Hollow. They'll be bringing back some tapirs. Mm. I'll have two then, please. They'll be ten silver. Or one gold, either way. Same thing, really. Yeah. yeah. I just flick him one gold onto the... Just... Much obliged. How about you, Eric? Do you want any? Yeah, give me all you've got. Oh, oh we've got Christ. All right. Well, that's uh, what I think. There's only four left. All right. That'll be uh, 20 silver or two gold. I'll put 20 gold on his table. He kind of looks at you suspiciously for a second. Are you trying to bribe me for the door? Because it's working. Just close <laughs> the air coin. Just a gesture of goodwill. Mm. I won't hold you to the door for now. Just uh, try not to do it again, even if he don't wake up. I know about them dragonborns. They're uh, fucking heavy lumps when they're asleep, aren't they? <laughs> I just give a grin. <laughs> like a very sarcastic grin. Finish the coffee, and I just walk out. At this point, Crum has gone into the back room, brings out all the steaks for everyone. Ain't your dragon friend sticking around for the steaks? I turn around, head straight back and grab it, and then start <laughs> walking out like in a bit of a strop. He's a forgetful sort, isn't he? Oh, I've noticed that. He always seemed a bit different whenever I see him. First time I met you guys, he was like a voice of reason. And now he just seems... strange. Hmm. Dragonborn, I suppose. Aye. Can't all be normal like us orcs, eh, Red? (laughs) (laughs) Alright. Shall we go? Yeah, it's it's ragged. Crummer pretty much just like fucking broing out, giving like fist bumps and high fives and shit over being orcs. <laughs> the stakes, Crum. Oh yeah, yeah. Just hand you the four stakes. Here's either his s- one. I'll see you later. Aye, stay safe out there, guys. Salt Harbor's uh, well, you've been here enough times to know what it's like. Just a card on the loot on the way out. Ring. I will see you later, my crumbly one. Crumbly one? Yeah, get out of here, I book. (laughs) Yeah, I'll just leave. (laughs) Yeah. As you run after Gregor, you come out into the residential area. If it decides to. Oh, it is loading. If you guys quickly just take a look on roll 20. Yep. If the map has loaded, it might take a second. There we go. So, this is Salt Harbour. Amazing. Very nice. It's really good. Thank you. So, you are currently in that bottom area. Could you ping that again for us? Uh, yeah, sorry, one second. You guys are currently down here. Or more specifically, you are here. Okay, yeah. 
Right, where to, lads? We need to find... We need to find some information. Some information? Some sort of information on this temple. How are we doing on time, anyway? I believe we have two days left. Three. Three? I believe it was, it was three. It was three yesterday. Then it might be two. <laughs> I reckon it's two. Let's go for the lower, shall we? Should we say two days? <laughs> right. Let's go find some stuff. I need to go to the market. Maybe update some of my armor. Okay, so where are you guys going then? Um, five is the commercial district. So that is where, as you can see down at the bottom, there are a lot of tents. That's where the main market is. First two streets also have shops on. The blacksmith is right down at the bottom near the pier in a tiny little shed, as you've been before. Uh, there's the inner residential area. That is where the Crystal Tower is, um, which is number three. Oh, yes. Number four is the financial district, where the Fighters Guild is and the bank just below it. Number two is the slumland area, where you pass through on the entrance, where all the tents are. And on the very edge of it, near the, where the uh, sewage canal is, is where the cheap market vendors were. And number one is the outer residential area, so that's where that circus tent was, and a couple of the smaller houses. Right. I want to go into the market. Yes, I wouldn't mind visiting the blacksmith before we venture out. Blacksmith for me too. Okay, so are you guys all going together then, or...? I believe so, yeah. So the blacksmith? Well, we have three days, two days. Two days, yes. Let's go. Okay, yeah, so you guys start making your way down to the blacksmiths, even though it's quite early in the day, and um, even though the market itself, uh, so where all the... So the this second street here, even though that is quite quiet, the second you get onto the front street, that is overlooking the actual cliff edge itself, where all the large canopies are and everything, suddenly gets very busy as shop owners are setting up their stalls for the day. Uh, there's a couple of tourists already milling around, some people trying to get good deals. You look to your left, down to where the blacksmiths are, and you can see that the road down there is quite... It is quite clear at this point. Right. I kind of just go over to Ivok at this point and just say, I need to have a word with you. This sounds intriguing. Now? Tell them, this is going to sound like a weird question, even for me. What's the most embarrassing thing I've done in a tavern? Are you asking me? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I was asking Ivok. Would this include that broom incident? Hang on, I believe it was. Some yeah. wooden appliance, anyhow. <laughs> okay. Okay. Why Thanks. ask? Well, last night I had a bit of trouble sleeping. Um, 
basically, when I got into my room, new memories came flooding into my brain. New? Well, what I think now, from what you told me, are the true memories of Gregor. Okay. I so remember everything. You remember everything? Yep. Are you saying you had a half a mind before this? I think something happened to me to make me forget, and for some reason made me thought that you was an arsonist, and that Ragor was a psychopath, I believe. Oh, that is strange. <laughs> would, would you know anything about this? Well, did you happen to take any, um, I don't know, have any incidents with mushrooms or anything as such? I, I don't remember the mushrooms, though, do I, Tom? Nope, no. you do not. No, I don't remember taking anything. Do you hmm. know if I've taken anything? Yes, I seem to remember you picked up a mushroom once and... You went a little bit funny on us, if I'm going to be perfectly honest. What was the mushroom called? Can I over here? Do I know that? Can I go into um, my logic or whatever it was? <laughs> okay, so, uh, Rag, roll me perception, please. Um, Ivor, what was the question? Sorry. Yeah, do I actually know what that mushroom was? Yeah, you remember it's the Renario mushroom. It's the one that you and Rag tried to get oh, a load yeah. of. Yeah, of course it was. Seven. Yeah, no, that's cool. Um, unfortunately, under all of the noise that is starting to now congregate around the actual streets itself, with the vendors shouting, with the occasional seagull ahead trying to just swoop down and whatnot, and with Bimit just kind of... He's now curled on your shoulder and he's kind of half asleep. The caffeine's already worn off on him. There's a bit of snoring going on right next to your ear. You're unfortunately not able to make out what Gregor and Ivor are talking about, unless you get a bit closer. Okay. I'm just going to, like, uh, put my hand on his shoulder and go, You, my um, lizard tongue friend, had a <laughs> running with a renarial mushroom. Uh, do, I, do I still not remember it? Even when he said um, it. Roll me history. Eight. No luck. Doesn't ring a bell. Hmm, strange. I don't remember anything about this mushroom. But you yeah. said that when I touched it, something happened? Yes, you could say that, but we fixed it, we came together for you, and I believe we did a fine job. Then why do I have two sets of memories clashing in my brain? It's making right. it very hard to believe what's real at the moment. Yes, I can imagine it may feel a bit um, choppy up there. It's a very strong mushroom that you basically picked up and said <laughs> they're very common in these parts. Uh, and then you inhaled it and yes and then we did what we had to do and we helped you out and I think generally you're better than you was hmm. well hopefully 
hopefully this will go. The fake memories, hopefully they will fade. Um, uh, I'm I just, sure it'll be fine. May I ask, I, how do you know from fake memories, the real ones? It's what I asked. The new memories I never came across before, but in one of my memories, I made love to a broomstick. I, I that is true. I tried to forget it, but you bring it up, so... So I knew that they would be the real memories. Well, that one certainly is, yes. I'm more than happy to explain what is real or not, if you want to spitball those ideas chopping around up there. I'm just I'm just saying, Ivok, I just need someone that I can trust at the moment. I'm feeling a bit confused. Well, you can trust me, my friend. I think we can at least establish that in our long time we've had on the road. I just give him a smile and then I just pat him straight on the back and say, good man. <coughs> no problem, no problem. Yeah, I, I think you kind of stumble a little forward at that, but you don't actually lose your footing. But yeah, this is this big, you know, Dragonborn just straight on your back. Right, and I just carry on walking. Fair enough. Um, Gregor, your head is still a bit messed up. You still have these two clashing sets of memories. Well, it is becoming a little easier to figure out what's true or not. At the very least, you know that you tried to fuck a broom. <laughs> yeah, I'll try and forget that. Definitely. You can try, yeah, I'll just carry on walking. <laughs> okay, so you guys are now still heading towards the blacksmith. Um, as you're getting there, the road is starting to narrow a bit. There's more people starting to appear. You've passed by the steps where the pier is itself, and... Given that it's the perfect time for delivery in the morning, there are lots of crates just being lifted and hoisted through. Are we close to the blacksmith at this point? Uh, yeah, you're about halfway down the street there. Right. The blacksmith itself isn't on a pier itself, it's still on that first street, but it's right at the very, very end. Right, onwards. Sorry, guys, you guys are echoing again. Yeah, well, I my plan is just basically to keep walking to the blacksmith, unless anything should occur. <laughs> you, right. yeah, you, you continue walking. Then you you have to shove your way by a few people, as they are not really responding to you. Um, your politeness, we'll say. But eventually, you you manage to make your way all the way down to the end, and you come up to the kind of wooden small hut right at the very end. Uh, looks like it's made out of clay on the outside and there's a large stacked chimney and already at this time there's a large amount of smoke billowing out. Billowing out. There's no signs around the shop but you've been here before, you know this is the blacksmiths. Right, and I just nip straight in. Yeah, yeah you I'll kind of creak open the door. Pick open the door then, and it's dark and dingy in there, and very, very hot. If you open the door, you can hear the sounds of metal on metal already. It's as I say, it's dark, and the only illumination is the um, is the kiln at the back. You can see a figure in the back just working away. Okay. Um... What's the best you've got? Who's that? 
Come and take a look. Takes a second and you see this form just kind of raise back up. Turn around and just start walking to the front of the hut. You can see it's Zelmus. Just kind of looks at you. I don't believe I met you. I don't think so. Huh. Like I said, what's the best you've got? Dude, anything I do is the best. Even the army comes to me. Then what is your most prized item? Nothing that's here right now. I create the items and they go. So you don't have anything... Not to hand. No, I actually... Value. I tell you what, I do actually have a small little hand axe that I was making for uh, some, some blind chap. Did someone say hand axe? You kind of pop your head over, Rag. <laughs> oh, dude, it's you. Yeah. Ah, there you are. Yes. How have you been? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Just toiling away, you know. Just kind of like making all these hand movements, and even in the light, you can see that his hands are just kind of like blue fins. You remember, he's pretty much a merman. He's a merman with feet. Would you, uh, is there any news on the item I'm commissioned you with? Oh yeah, it's done, dude. Just need paying for. I like how he sounds stern. I missed that. Sorry, what did you say? <laughs> it's it's done, dude. It just just needs paying for. If I recall correctly, you put down a deposit. But I've never paid before, man. Are you sure? I I'm that. sure. I'm sure you did not. You put down five gold as a deposit. There's still another ten gold to pay. Oh, okay. Yes, okay. Yes, I'd be more than happy with that. Or, would you perhaps like a hammer instead? Mm, I, I mean, look, bro, I've got plenty of hammers. Why, why would I want this hammer? Uh, what about a hammer and a javelin? Because I don't need it. It's weighing me down. Uh, are you showing him the hammer and javelin? Is there anything actually special about it, or is it just a normal hammer and javelin? Just normal standards. Just kind of looks at them both. Look, uh, I appreciate the... Uh, do I appreciate the attempt at bartering by you, but uh, these ain't worth ten gold, you know. No, oh, okay. I just wanted to be of use. Although if you no, no, pay, that's cool. Maybe a discount from the ten gold. I don't know. Or I can happily pay you ten gold. Whatever the bother. I'd I'd prefer the ten gold, dude. I mean, uh, like the amount of hassle it'd be to melt these down and try and sell them, I don't know, and he just kind of, he's still looking at the javelin, this kind of looks like flimsy metal, it looks like a slag metal type of stuff, so. Yeah, well that's fine then. Yeah, I'll give him the 10 gold then, and just take it off him. <laughs> yeah, so you get your javelin and hammer back, you lose 10 gold, but he does give you a new hand axe. In terms of stats, it's the exact same as usual, it's just normal hand axe, but you can see that the handle itself, where the wood is, is kind of like, there's lots of intricate carvings in it. Um, just kind of like wrapped around twigs type of carvings. And the actual the actual blade of the axe itself also has like kind of cut out areas. 
Okay, can I just like try and do a little swivel while I inspect it? Roll me a deck check, please. As you're starting to try and spin this around, it just goes back and starts at the kiln again, just blowing some air into it, keeping the end. Mic on the gas. 18. 18, yeah. So you start spinning it around, and it kind of at first just passes around the entire hand. You kind of move your finger in, and the hilt just kind of spins around the tip of your finger, wraps around again on your wrist, and you just kind of grab it, just slink it in. That's mighty fine craftsmanship, done, my friend. Thank you very much. Uh, no worries. If you need anything else, uh, you, you know, feel free to come tell, tell come tell me about it, and I'll see what I can do. Well, I'm it might be a bit of. I'm quite handy with two axes, actually. I must have been a bit out of pocket last time I asked. I don't suppose you'd have another one. Oh. <laughs> uh, not a hand. I mean. No, not to hand, I'm afraid. Uh, I could make you another one, but I just got an order in from the barracks from... Uh, oh, fuck, I can't remember his name. The, the main guy at the barracks. He, you can tell that this Triton just looks tired as shit. Um, even though his face doesn't carry much expression, it looks like he's got bags under his eyes. Looks like he's been working a lot. It's just like, I, it, it might be a few days, but uh, I'll get you it at some point. Is business booming, my friend, at the moment? Yeah, business is always booming, man. Like, I'm the, well, I'd say I'm the only blacksmith. I'm not, there's others, especially in the outer residential area, but oh, they ain't worth the metal that we give them. So, is it, of course. Is it normal they should be requesting so much weapons? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah, it happens like once or twice a year. Especially when they're getting some new recruits in and whatnot. They need, obviously, new equipment. They used to give them the old hand-me-downs, but uh, the last thing you want when you're fighting some kind of beastie is for your armor to slip off because it's too big for you. Hmm. Maybe you're a victim of your own success. Dude, you've got no idea. Okay. times like this, I kind of wish that I'd stuck with Nazi and completed my training with Crystal. Hmm. Ah, uh, you're all done. Come on. Yes, I, I'm done, my friends, if you wish to. Armor. Weapons. What have you got? Just kind of turns around again. Well, you ain't very eloquent, are you? Uh, I don't got any armor or weapons to hand right now, but if you, like I said to your friend, I'm assuming he's your friend at least, like I said to the other customer, uh, if you wait a couple of days, like two or three days, I could get something made up for you. I don't have a couple of days. Where else in, in, in Sol Harbor, where else in Sol Harbor can I purchase weapons? Oh, weapons, uh, let me think. Just kind of and fishy hand and armor, you see. Fishy hand is covering his face as he's trying to think. Uh, you might get it from uh, the general good store, but that's that's trash, man. 
Uh, there might be some in the outer residential area, but again, that's, that's trash. Uh, like, literally, it might just sound like I'm trying to get another sale, but you use those weapons, they're gonna shatter on you. The only other place I'd say, and he just kind of looks around, leans in. The only other place would be the dark area. Ah. The dark area, of course. I've been there before. Hey, hey, hey. Keep your voice down. I don't want the guards around here. Point me in the direction of the uh, correct place, then. He just kind of smiles, and as he does, you can see the sharp, shark-like teeth. I thought you said that you'd been... I've been to the black market. But I didn't say I've been to buy weapons. Well, once you're there, uh, if you just head down the road, keep heading down and turn left. At the venomous strike, you'll find it. Thank you. Like I said, don't go shunned. It's a, it's an open secret. But if a guard hears you talking about it, they'll throw you in the hole. Very well. Good day. Good day. But let her just before you go out. I mean, I suppose it's not a big deal if you've been there already. <laughs> but, uh, getting into the dark area is quite difficult. In what way is it difficult? I don't remember just, having any, any problems previously. Yeah, so I should, I should trust you then, huh? Why would you say that? That's the only way you'd get in, dude. Is if Asha trusts you. Asha? Asha who? You're not a very good liar, but... You've never been heavy. Because if you uh, had... Can I, can I interject? Yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. We, we have been, but please understand. We've had a bit of an issue with... Have you ever heard of anaril mushrooms? Was that a nap one, Tom? Yeah. Uh, look, I don't eat mushrooms or plants in the tribe, and we just eat meat, you know? Oh. Well, there seems to be, you have a bit of a problem if you travel ways out of this way, because we seem to have a bit of running with it. Nothing major, it just means we've forgotten one or two things, and that's just why we can't get back in. It's a bit embarrassing, you see. Roll me a deception. I like that. I like that. That was good, that. Uh, five, you say? Yeah. Okay, so he just kind of looks at you. And yeah, with him being a train, you can't really read his face that much. He's kind of expressionless. He doesn't have any eyebrows or stuff like that to raise. I don't like that. Just takes a second. Mm. Now, why don't I believe you? Look, all I'm gonna say, because I, I don't really care too much, and you've already given me your custom dress, so, uh, 
If you go to the financial districts, you'll, uh, you might find what you're looking for. Okay, just the financial districts. Yeah. And if you guys have been there before, then <laughs> I'm sure you'll all know how to get in there eventually. Well, yes, I mean, we've definitely been, and it's... Yeah, of course, it's, of course, dude. It's, course. it's rather serious to get in, that's all, and it's just helping, you know, if you get a friendly... Just a friendly helping hand, really. I'd be happy to buy more axes off you. Commission work. Dude, like I say, once you're there, if Aja trusts you, then you're all ready. Okay. Aja, financial district. Kind of taps... Doesn't tap his nose, doesn't have a nose, but he just kind of goes like that where his nose would be. Right, my Thank turn. You. I kind of yes. just walk up to the blacksmith. Yep. And just say, I have a request. And I put my sun blade, like, You're literally ready. onto the, onto his workbench. Mm. I just say, where the handle is, I want, um, I don't know the correct way of saying this, but uh, like knuckle dusters, where the hand, where I hold uh, my sword. If that makes any sense. So you kind of want it so that where the hill is, this like rings covering. Yes, with little with uh, little spikes coming out of it, and maybe at the bottom have a bit of a dagger coming out of the hill. Just kind of picks it up. Is this like a joke weapon or something, dude? Like, this totally won't work. There's no blade here. Just can, I just, can I just grab it back? Yeah. And I just literally just turn it on. Like, I concentrate on it. But it doesn't work. Ah. Oh. Oh, that would have been cool. Hmm. I mean, I don't know what you're trying to do, but. but uh, I mean, I'm not going to say no to paying money. Uh, how much would you say? Well, for the mill, for the duster parts, plus the steel, plus the dagger, plus weighing, weighting it so it doesn't, you know, make it out of whack and stuff. Let's call it 45 gold. Hmm. Okay. I'll need a 10 gold deposit, though. You understand I don't want to just take on work and then get shafted over it. I understand, but would you like to do some bartering? And I pull out this... No. Ma- I was going to say, I pull out this mace that's made out of silver and just put it on his mm. table. What would you get for that? Me, personally... I'd probably give you, what is this, pure silver? I'll probably give you about 100 gold for it. I'm I'll happy with what, that. If you, if you want, I could melt that down for you and add that to the actual... Uh, to the actual... Just pause this weapon itself. It can hit look yeah. cool and red and stuff. And then, of course, I'd keep the rest of the silver as payment. Yes, I'm happy with that. Sound good. How long will it take you to do this? Oh, uh, well, like I said to your friend, uh, the monk-looking guy, uh, a couple of days. A couple of days. Right. Yeah, two or three days. 
You said three days to me. Yeah, two or three days. You're asking for, like, complete armor and weapons. This guy, this guy just wants his metal melting down and made into little rings. That's, that's considerably easier than armor. Okay, if I paid... If I paid double, would you get it done in two days? Roll me persuasion, please. Ten. Triple. Is that a true? Triple. You pay Tri triple, brah. Yeah. I mean, you don't even know how much the armor is right now, so... Give me some specifics if I'm paying triple. Well, what kind of armor do you want, dude? I want the best you've ever made. Well, the triple that you're looking at about twenty thousand gold. That's not an option. <laughs> well, that's not you know, you want it you want it done quicker than and you want the best. You gotta pay the best prices and you know that's totally what I do is the best, so pay the best prices or get the fuck out. Torso. Let's talk torso. Alright. Let's talk the torso. What would you like? What is the options? Give me some specific options I could buy. It just takes a second. I want a good breastplate. Mm, breastplate. Uh, you want the best or... Well, considering the best is 20,000. I mean, that's for a complete set of armor. That's for the breastplate, the pauldrons, things that go in your arms. I can't remember what they're called. But yeah, so for just the chest plate itself, if you wanted the very best at triple price, that'd be about 1,200, uh, 12,000 gold pieces. If you want a decent one, then. I can probably do that for you. I mean, depends how fast you want it done as well. Two days on a decent full armor set. Two days, okay. Oh, hmm. Just give me one second. He just kind of walks into the back, starts going through all of his different uh, materials and stuff to see what he's got. He's looking, takes his time. He's definitely taking his time, just looking through everything i just said to him i'll see you in two days since no, i've been cutted out days. of that conversation i'll Correct. see you in two days well for a full breastplate a good one in two days i can do you at the 800 gold i could do you a half plate for 1100 gold a half plate yeah, it's kind of like this part here, that part down there. Breastplate just covers your chest, a half plate covers your chest and your stomach. Hmm. How about we call it an even 800? Well, for the breastplate. 
for the for both items. Dude, no. Both items together are nineteen hundred gold. One of them, the breastplate, is eight hundred gold. But you've just offered me it for twelve hundred, yes? No, I offered you the half plate for twelve hundred and the breastplate for seven hundred. So together it'd be nineteen hundred. Plus, let's be honest here, you don't need both a breastplate and a halfplate. Of course. Halfplate for... For how much again? 1200. I was going to say, am I outside That's with uh, either at this point? If, if you've left, you are, yeah. Okay. Well, to be honest, <laughs> I'm keeping my eye on it, because I know of that, I... Can't have any problems. It's <laughs> fair. How about seven hundred for the for the chest chest plate? The breastplate. Let's get rat No persuasion. Fourteen. Dude, call it 750. Deal. I'll need 50 gold as a deposit. As long as it's within two days. It'll be about two days. Here's your 50 gold. Gnarly. Right, if that's everything, then I'd best get to work. Good day. Mm, good day, dude. I'll see you in a little bit. So it kind of flourishes and turns around. I'll leave the um, I'll leave the blacksmith in there. Let's take a piss up the wall. That's fair enough. So yeah, you guys exit the blacksmiths, and you are now back onto um, the front road of the commercial area. What would you like to do now? Where to next, boys? Uh, maybe you do. Do you want to check out the the dark, the, the, the dark area? The Gandu, if you maybe want. We, maybe we can. Uh, I, I, I reckon that's probably the only place we can gain some information on this temple. Well, I want to gain information on this temple. I Sounds like a good plan. Amrius seems to uh, seems to really uh, take a liking to this, so I, I'd like to find out a little bit more. It's, I don't, I don't trust him. We need to find this Arjar person. I think we met him right at the beginning, didn't we? Is he the uh, the feline looking... He's a genocide. A genocide? Did I say that right? Is that that mass... Genasi. Genasi. Thank you. Let's go. Anyway, yeah. So you guys start making your way through the commercial area. You're pushing through. Uh, which route are you taking? Because as you can see from the map, there's quite a few routes. You can either head are straight up. You Diagonal. are there. So you're in the bottom Diagonal right hand corner. It, yeah. It's number three, right? 
No, it's number four. Number three oh. is the um, re- in a residential area. That is where the Crystal okay. Tower is. Just straight up the uh, the steps. Yeah, so as you turn right then, again, there's quite a lot of business now happening. There's more and more tourists as you're passing by. You even see this little kid, like, kind of dragging his parent along, his elven parent along. He's looking very frustrated and annoyed with this kid, but, you know, he's just letting it go. You continue upwards. You see more and more people with their deliveries. There's one guy with a giant sack of grain, just, like, struggling. Kind of stumbles, goes into some barrels. They crash, and you walk by them. And you manage to get up to the actual steps themselves without any incident. As soon as you start going into the financial area, it's almost like the air changes around you. Where the uh, where the commercial district was nice, lively, and full of people. As you're approaching and going into the actual financial district, it's just quiet, a bit solemn. You're walking forward and you see this large, semi-oval, purple building in front of you. There are some people milling around it. They don't look to be the most upstanding of citizens, we'll say. You find more cheers in the graveyard. To the left of you is your... There's there's two paths, one either turning left around the building or one turning right around the building. On the one that's to the left, that is looking back towards the inner residential area, there looks to be what appears... There looks to be abandoned houses there. Starting to be long overgrown by... Well, they're pretty much rubble at the moment and just weeds are starting to overgrow them. But yeah, he spent a bit more money in a financial area. You sure this is the right place? We have to walk through this place to get to the other place, don't we? Okay, you really need the way they go. I don't know where this place is. You just said you... We have to go through this place to get to section two. Where are we? The financial place. So, are we in the financial district? I can show you where you are on the map. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right, okay. Is, there, any, is there anybody stood near us? So... Where the purple building is, that half overly purple building that has like moss on the walls and on the roof, you can see there looks to be almost like vines and stuff. Like I say, you can see a group of people sort of the corner look a bit shifty. Where the abandoned houses are, there's no one. You can hear further movement further in on the district, kind of almost like echoing. Can I shout at the shifty guys? Yeah, get on. <laughs> Excuse me, is, would this be the financial district or are we way off base on that? So one of them just kind of turns around. You can see it is a woman with kind of like sunken eyes. Her actual eyes themselves are almost pure black. Her hair is very straggly. 
Her face is very gaunt. The clothes that she's wearing don't look too bad, though. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the financial area. Huh. Well, it doesn't look very financial. <laughs> no, it doesn't, do you? No, it doesn't. It used to be. There was a church here, and, well, this this used to be the main area, so now. But now it's, uh, the expansion happened, and no one comes here apart from the bank and the, the fighting arena. Oh, yes, the old fighting arena. Isn't that <laughs> something? Yes, it's got something to do with our friend, um, Archer, doesn't it? Her eyes kind of, again, like like with a lot of people you're encountering today, her eyes just kind of narrow. <laughs> Frequent there at times, yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. In fact, um, we are trying to find the trying to find the fellow. If you would know anything about that, why do you want to ask you? Hmm? What, what what what's his deal to you? Oh, he just said it. You know. If he, he just said that if we ever fancied a word that we should come and find him and do it. Yeah. Well, if he's if he's not a, um, if he's not in the fighting arena, he might be in the slums or um, elsewhere. Fantastic. Obviously in this district. Well, no, dear. The slums aren't here. The slums are right on the other side. Uh, the other side, sorry, which district yeah. would that be? <laughs> the Slum District. Oh, of course. Oh, it's been a long day already. It's only morning. <laughs> You're telling me you have not slept in three days. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> That's what one will do to you. Well, thank you for your assistance. It's quite okay. If you see Arja, tell him hi. I certainly will. <laughs> Thanks, dearie. And with that, she just kind of, t- she literally just kind of rotates around. You can't even see her legs move. She just rotates around back into the group. Freaky. Yeah, likely. So you hear that, guys. We need to speak to this Archer, isn't it, to get to the dark place. She said that they'll be at the fighters guild. Uh, or in the slums. So should we... I thought it was meant to be here. No, I believe the dark area is here, but we need to speak to Arsha. Okay. Where, where, where is he? Let's start with the Fighters Guild. I'll just carry on. Just walking just, just around the bend on the right-hand side. Yeah. So you're taking the right-hand route, yeah? Yes. I <laughs> Remember this, Gregor. Do I? You're not actually passing the fighters' arena at the moment. No, but it's a bit memorabilia. That's fair. That's fair. As you're passing by this road, you look to the right, and you can see that there's a guard tower, like around the perimeter. There's there's two of them in sight, but there doesn't look to be any guards in there. I'm specifically asking him to try and jog his memory on. Anything to do with fighting. Okay, roll me a history check then, please, Gregor. No, sorry. Roll me a constitution check. Okay. Uh, Gregor, not um, Rag. Just Gregor. 
13. You almost have a recollection of a recollection. You feel as though you have, well, you know you've fought in the past, but you feel like Rag is trying to say something, like bring a specific memory back. Hmm. I was gonna, I was gonna say, is this one of my lost memories that I got back? Oh no, you haven't got it back. It is one of your lost memories, though. Um... It is, it is chipping away at your mind a little bit. You feel like you should know what he's talking about. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna take out some, some gold. I believe it was 30, 30 gold pieces. Mm-hmm. And just sort of offer it out of my hand and say towards Gregor. Say, I believe, I believe I owe you something. I start <laughs> jogging any, anything further. Roll another contract, uh, contract please. You guys are just walking along, Ivok, you're just kind of following behind them. Ooh, 19 on that one. You don't remember why, but you think that Rag owes you money. I just look at him very confused <laughs> and just take the money off him. Oh. You think it I might... close my hand. Well, before he gets the gold. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Closes his hand. Stick with me, Gregor. I'll show you the path forward. I want my 30 gold pieces. And you will get it. You continue walking around. I really don't believe that, JB. I really don't. (laughs) You can Yeah, so you continue walking around and you're now at the front of that awful building. If you look behind, you can see, if you look behind to where the building opens up, you can see what looks like were once pristine marble stairs, but they're now dusty and cracked. There's more people sat on them. Every so often, a hurried looking person will rush by them. They're, They're dressed quite smart, but the people who are just loitering outside are not. But on the other side, you can hear like distant cheers in a large coliseum type of venue as just kind of uh, billowing tarpaulins around them. There's a sign at the front that says Fighters Guild, but is a pros- hit as an apostrophe after the S. So Fighters is Guild. Let's have a look inside. You might be in here. So yeah, you kind of open these large double doors. They're kind of just like uh, creak open. And the second that you are, yeah, the second that you do, you're met with cheers from the inside. You hear fighting. You hear the sounds of flesh and bone smacking against each other. Say, come on, Gregor, you must remember this. Come on. You're our champion! Come check, please. Eight. You don't remember a damn thing. 
I just look. I just look at Rag, re- like really confused at this point. Like, just nudge past him and walk on further. As you walk in, as you walk on, the sounds of fighting and cheering and screaming are all starting to intermingle into each other. The building itself is very dimly lit. You can see, you can tell that from where you are, this is just kind of like an entrance block almost. Where a little bit further below is the actual arena that you fought in, that you both fought in, but only you remember, Rag. A waitress passes by to deliver some alcohol to some people, despite it being early in the morning. I'll grab a drink off the plate as she's passing. Only a stealth check, please. No, slight your hand, sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to sneakily do it. Yeah, no, no, just roll me a sleight of hand to see if you can just grab it as she walks by. Sixteen. It's a little clumsy, but yeah, she walks by with like this uh, tray of drinks just like that, like pushed away from her. You try and delicately just kind of like grab one of the glasses, but you kind of misjudge it slightly and with Bimit on this arm as well, you know, your perception's a bit off, but you do grab it, just lift it up. It unbalances her tray slightly and the drinks start wobbling. She doesn't seem to notice though and continues walking. I'll give it to uh, to Bimit as well. <laughs> You're feeding a tiny, a tiny wormling alcohol. We've got no food. Just <laughs> giving him some experiences. Yes, get the wormling drunk. <laughs> Why not? You just you just hear slurping. His head just starts lulling to the the sounds of the fighting. Some smoke starts like uh, leaking out of his nostrils slightly and rising, intermingling with all the other like tobacco smoke and everything that's in the in the <laughs> front. Can I just go meta for a sec? Do we remember how he changes back or forth? Do we know how that happens? You know it can happen, but I don't believe Amri has actually specified how it happens. So as far as you're concerned, if you take the if you take the actual amulet off, it will revert him back to normal. But you do know that there is a way to do it without having to take the uh, amulet off. You're just not being told yet. Right. Okay. Thank you. Right. I'm gonna walk. In, is a, I'm guessing it's a very cr- crowded place. Yeah, the front of the house is very crowded. There's a lot of people like smoking. There's quite dim lighting. It sounds like there is already a fight going on, as you can just hear like cheering, some like smacking happening, some screams of pain. Right. But it I looks just, like there's another fight about to happen soon. I just nudged the guy next to me and said, Do you have a roll for me? Like a cigarette, tobacco? The guy next to you is Rag. Fuck off! <laughs> yeah, I just carry a walking, getting into the crowd, just having a look at the uh, straight in front of the arena. So yeah, you can overlook the as you're getting to the edge. You can see that there is what looks to be like a ticket gate type of thing. But even before you actually pass through, you can see the arena, but you're very high up. You can see like almost two pinprick type of sizes, a little bit bigger than that. You can see that the humanoid forms. One of them kind of rushes towards the other one. 
moves quickly. And then there is the other one's top side flies back a bit. And in the light, in the harsh kind of lighting of the arena, you see blood just splaying an arc. Lands with a splatter behind. Right. I'm just watching for a second. I was gonna say I'm just watching this with my hands crossed and just just wondering have I been here before? Seeing if it actually just jogged my memory because of what Rag said. As the crowd goes quiet for a second with the blood splattering and then just erupting into You feel like you've been here before. You can't quite put your finger on it, but you've heard that noise before. Right. I'm just going to stand there just for a minute and just see what the others do. Okay, where's Rag uh, now? Me? Is your next option? Rag, where are you at the moment? I'm just uh, probably 10 feet. Yeah, about 10 feet in front of um, Gregor. I'm still on the, so uh, still on the outskirts of the fight with Bim and Shorty. Yeah, so, sorry, are you in front or behind Gregor then? I'm in front. You're literally right at the very edge, then you're pretty much pressed against the ticket gate. Yeah, I'm watching it because I'm very interested in participating, but I'm uh, holding myself back. Roll me a perception check, please. Four. You try and make out who is down in the arena, but from this distance, yeah, they just look like two little, two little pins essentially. Uh, okay, my curiosity. Then I'm going to tap the uh, the person to my right and and get their attention. What do you want? Who who's fighting? Who's fighting down there? Who is it? Oh, I don't know. One of them. One of them's just this. Just this skeg who's blown in. But the one the one who's just laid him out. That short up short up fist snapper. He's almost short unbeaten. Yeah, he took a bit of <laughs> he took a bit of a beating a couple of weeks ago. And uh well some some uh I don't wanna say anything too harsh towards either of them, but he's a uh, he's competitor we'll call him. Broke his I've, leg. I've, I've already left this person now, and I'm on my way back to Gregor. It's just like it broke his leg. Oh, all right. It's uh, like rolling along. I'm gonna grab Gregor around the shoulder and say, "Come, come with me." Can I just tap Rag on the shoulder? You can, yes. I just go. Um, I'm sorry, pal. I, I mean, I normally absolutely love your lust for violence, but remember where. A little bit on a time, I think, yeah. I understand. When I'm trying to to get our friend here up to scratch before we uh, we head off on this expedition. Just let me try something simple. I'm not gonna get him into a fight. Okay. I'm just gonna simply show him. Do, do you realize who's fighting over there? No. New perception, please, it, Gregor. Oh wait, no, sorry. Yeah, sorry, I thought you were asking Gregor. It's it's short of the fist snapper. Oh, is he the one you fought last time, is it? It is, yeah. Do you remember Greg's participation in this? 
Yes. What, are you going for a second go? No, I'm not going for a second go. I'm simply going to show him who it is that's fighting the hope it jogs his memory. You, you, you have a look around. See what you can see. I'll try and jog his memory, and we'll meet back. Okay, I... You... Oh, what's the point? <laughs> I'm not going to get him into a fight. I'm just going to give up on the conversation now and go. Um, what I might do is go and find about these expedition runners. You need to look for Abchar. Yeah, is that for the dark... Oh, we're in character. <laughs> yeah, you guys are in character, I think. Yes, Abchar. But that's for the dark area, isn't it? Yes, but I have a feeling he's in here somewhere. You know, I concede. I will walk around the ground and see if I can find Abchar. You do what you need to do, but please remember, no problems. There won't be no problems here, my friend. We'll okay, see you at the entrance, yeah? I'm just gonna... Yeah. <laughs> Ten minutes. But once again, the crowd is roaring, just like a vast unison roar, as one of the one of the like little pinpricks is no longer moving, and the other one is just pacing around the outside of the arena to just chants. Uh, I believe I've reached Gregor at this point. Yes, you are now with Gregor. You are you're still in the front area. Like I said, unless you purchase a ticket, you can't go into the viewing area itself. However, there is a betting counter, um, a very kind of like a closed-off area with a long reception table, not too far away from the ticket stalls. I'm in view enough to um, to see Shardock. Ah, it's too small, isn't it? It was. It, was very it small is. You'd have to. Shit. You'd have to go into the actual viewing areas. So it's kind of like um, think like a football stadium. You're like. On the outskirts, on the outside parts, you can walk around and stuff, but you can't actually view it until you go down on the stairs. This is that kind of setup. Okay, I'll trust him in person. Gregor! Yes. yes? That man fighting down there. I kind of just have a look, see if I can see anything. Roll me a perception, please. Eleven. You can't actually see him well enough to make out individual details and stuff, but you can see that he's kind of like got a like a light green hue to his skin. He looks quite bulky and beefy. If you had to take a guess from this distance, you'd say that he's an orc. What that orc person over there? That orc person, you. You fought him. He's called Shorduk the Fist Snapper. Do you remember that name? Do I, Tom? Romy history. Just a straight up history. That is a one, not a natural. Not a natural one, okay. Uh, it doesn't ring a bell at all. You've never heard the name. Never heard the name before, Rag. Come with me. 
just exasperated. I just take a deep breath and go along with him. Okay, so as this is happening, Ivor, what are you up to? As Raggy's leading Gregor around the grounds. Well, I am going to basically walk in a ring, if there's a way I can figure that out. Well, it's a ring, in it? So I'm going to walk around it. And um, I know I know what it looks like, don't I? So. You do know what Aja looks like, but you can't walk around the ring itself. You're kind of like on the outer tiers of it. It's only at the entrance where the ticket gates are that you can see into the arena, because you're not in the viewing area itself. Like I said, you know, like in a football stadium where you're on the inside of the stadium, there's like the food vendors and all that kind of jazz. But it's not until you actually walk out into the entrance and down the stairs that you can see the pitch. It's like that, but with a fighting arena at the bottom. Okay. Well, I'll go to... Well, um... I'll just go to where the crowd is then. And then... I suppose I'll ask. Okay, so how are you? How are you doing this then? Sorry. So you you are now back in the entrancey type of plot where people are buying tickets and there's the betting table and whatnot. Uh, waitresses walking around with alcohol. There's a throng of people that are waiting to be let in. Oh, I'll ask one of the waitresses. I'll be like, Excuse me. Waitress just walks over with some drinks and drinks up. Um, well, no, I'm okay for now. What I am actually looking for is a, a fellow called Asher. I don't believe I know someone called Asher. Asher. No, never heard of him. I believe he frequents... Say that again, sorry? I believe he frequents this place quite often. No, there's no one called Asher around here. Do you mean Asher? Yes. Oh, I, d I don't... I don't believe I've seen Mr. Clara uh, today. It's a bit early for him. He's normally here in the afternoon. Or the evening. Clara? Yeah, how's your Clara? Oh, yes, that'll be the gentleman. Uh, he's, not, he's not here now? No, he's normally here in the afternoon or the evening. Oh, where would he be in the morning? Uh, I don't really know, sir. That's a bit of a mystery, you know? Yeah, so I'm finding. But you would say he's here in the afternoon, though. That's pretty much a definite. Afternoon or evening, yeah. He's not here every day, of course. But uh, when it's the championship fight, he, he normally turns up, yeah. And when's that fight? That will be tonight. That'll do kindly. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah the, the championship fights are normally on Wednesdays. It's Shawdot's big return, you know. He's fighting right now. Who's? Shawdot. He um he's our champion, you see. But he had to uh <laughs> he had to take a, a couple of weeks off. <laughs> oh yes. Uh, why did he meet a worthy opponent? Did he? I guess you could say that. Yeah. I mean, there's a bit of controversy about it. The, he fought some big dragon chap before. He almost beat him as well, but. Uh, Shot up, got the last, last, last blow in, but then for some reason Morug, Morug decided to let some, some big ogre guy in. Ogre versus ogre, I guess it was. And, well, some people aren't happy with the result. They said that that half or cheated because, well, it was one fight after another. Cheated? It was perfectly in yeah. the rules. Well, I, 
I don't have any. I don't have a say in it either way. So, I just serve the drinks. This is just what people are saying. Hmm. Well, and I'm gonna get, lean in closer and go. Just between you and me, I think we're gonna have a re- resolution to that matter very shortly. <laughs> oh, do you know the? Uh, do you know the old gentleman? Maybe. <laughs> if you do, tell him Mr. Murrock would. Uh, he'd like a rematch at some time. Oh no. And from that, I'm going to turn around and like, go and find them. <laughs> I, was, I was just going to say I'm going to head down. Well, I was like Gregor. I was heading down to the betters guild. To the what? The betting, to the betting table. To the betting table. Yeah. So as you as you approach the betting table, you can see there there are quite a few people there, but they're now starting to. I can really see where this is going. <laughs> a kind of disembodied voice just kind of like rings out. It's like. Fight begins in five minutes. Um, the people start moving away from the table, and now you've got a bit of a clear line of sight. Is is Shorok? Is Shorok in the next fight? Who are you asking that? The uh, to whoever's taking the bets. So you can see that it's this small, small little goblin. You've seen this goblin before. Oh, I recognise it. Yes. Murug, yes. Shardok, hey, he, uh, he just fought. Big guy. Hey, That's what I was second. coming down to bet on. I know you. You're the son of a bitch who broke his leg. <laughs> what are it you doing here? It was a fair fight. Hmm. Well, I've got some stick from a lot of people. That's not they my problem. They said I should have let Shardok heal. So, how you about it? You did heal him. Mm, I gave him some. I gave him some some salve. That doesn't you exactly said it was fair. The full rest. So it was fair. Oh, I'm not arguing that, friend. It's just other people don't think that it is. But I tell you what, if you want to shut them all up, you can fight them tonight. I'm sure people would love to see the rematch. Orc versus Orc. Shorduck himself? Shorduck himself. Just no help from your friends this time. I'm not interested in fighting tonight. Hmm. I'm simply interested sure? in betting. Oh, alright. His, his face I... kind of lightens a bit. But I want to bet on a particular orc tonight. Oh, and which orc would this be? I'm assuming that's Shorduck. That is correct. When well, you want to bet on Shorduck? I do. Not really sure what your game is, friend, but hey, who am I to tell patrons what to do? His next fight's tonight. At what time? Round about nine. He's the main event. People have been waiting some time after since, ever since you did a number on his leg. Rag. Well, put, well, put 500 gold pieces down for me. And you let him know that I've put that. He just kind of... Well, I'm waiting for the payment first, but yeah, I'll put... If he wins, you'll get triple your payment back. I'm aware. Rag, I did not come here to watch you place a bet on some orc why are we here 
This is no particular orc. This is the orc you fought and lost. And I had to come in and finish the job. Yeah, if I can... Uh, uh, hey, if I can you, you, you break can up this little... This for me. No, no, you could confirm this for me. Just kind Tell of, me what happened that night. Kind of leans across. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I remember you. Well... You had a bit of a tussle with him. You almost came off the better as well, but he beat you into the ground. Did he? Mm, he did. It was a good match, very close. Are you sure you don't want to have a go? Dragon versus Orc. Even better as a rematch. I think about it for five, ten seconds. Just kind of like... This little, this little um, goblin is now stood on the table. It, you know, like this, just light green goblin, <laughs> just like stood on the table, just tapping his foot, uh, tapping his foot. You tell that dog, I want a rematch tonight. Tonight, oh, uh, my five hundred gold is on Gregor. <laughs> ah, you're changing your mind, eh? All right. Okay, we can go for that. Uh, tell me. You don't have any heart conditions or anything, right? No underlying health problems? You don't fear death? I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say no. Wonderful, wonderful. I'll have a word with some people. I mean, obviously, the uh, the guy who was going to fight Shoulder could be a bit sad, but... He never beat him. You almost did. This big guy up here did, but he doesn't want to fight, so we'll, we'll take you on. Now, as for you, just points it, right? You want 500 on your friend, yeah? Yes. Alright. I need the bag now, though. When is the fight? The fight is tonight at 9. What time is it now? This takes a second looks, kind of looks at a wall behind him. It looks blunt to you, but it looks like he's reading something. I'd say about half ten. Close to eleven. In the morning? Yeah. I'll give you a hundred now and I will see the four hundred later. Plus, if I didn't come to you now and I came later tonight, the bed would still be in the same place. Call it 200 now, and you lock your odds in. If you come tonight, the odds might be a bit different. Deal. Hmm. Pleasure doing business, deals. friend. That's a nice. Drop the bag of gold into his hands. Just clutches it. I'll see you tonight. See you tonight. I'll see you tonight. No, I'll see you tonight. <laughs> All right, I just grab Rag and just pull it, pull it back. Just dragging him away. I'll see you tonight. <laughs> see you tonight. <laughs> this baby just kind of wakes up at this point after his drunken stupor. What's going on? Where we're we see- now? We're seeing him tonight. Seeing who tonight? Him. Just kind of puff smoke up. I'll see you tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Tomorrow, though, it's just this little fade dragon that's just like. 
He doesn't understand him at all. Anyway, let's try and find Arja. Yes. Um, but Gregor, just a, just a quick word. Yes. Maybe not mention this to to Ivan just yet. It might it might not agree. I think I think it's best just to maybe keep it quiet for now until we find a way to uh, to make him understand. I'll have a word with him. All right, fair enough. Uh, carry on walking. Yeah, I'll, I'll be joining him. Okay, so Ivok, as this has been going on, as they are now starting to make their way back to the entrance, after that 10 minutes has elapsed, what are you up to? Well, I was looking for him, so I'm wondering at some point if I spot him. Roll me perception, please. No, there's too many people in. Whilst people are now starting to rush through the ticket gate, handing their tickets to various people there, it is starting to clear out a little bit, but you still can't see them. They're not in the main area anymore. I think I've got to assume if people are leaving that they've gone, if they're not at the fight arena or in the fight arena. So you're heading back to the entrance then? Yeah, I would do, yeah. Yeah, as you get to the entrance, you see Rag and Gregor now also walking towards the entrance. Um, Bimit is awake at this point in time, and there's a bit of smoke flowing from his nostrils again. Rag! Oh, my God, I thought you would have done so stupid and started a fight. Oh. <laughs> no, I was just simply showing our friend here, uh, Shorter, to see if he could remember. Um, I... He didn't. Um, no, he didn't. he didn't. Oh well, well, at least I'm. I'm very, very proud of you because you know I've heard rumours that they were saying these silly people were saying that the game was a you know a bit unfair. But I'm so proud that you managed to get over that because we've got things to do, haven't we? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the good news um, is, I found out this Ashan, Asha, I can never remember that fellow's name, will be back here at 9 o'clock because apparently there's going to be a big fight. So we can just find him then? Yeah. About that. <laughs> yeah, it makes it quite easy, doesn't it? Are you continuing well, this conversation in the fighter's guild itself? Or are you heading out at this yeah, point? No, I, I saw <laughs> that walking out. But... <laughs> well, yeah, let's... Um, there is there is a fight tonight. Uh, yeah, I know it's a big one, apparently. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it sort of involves um, Gregor. What? I just walk silent. Well, you see, we we headed down to, to have for me to try and try and get him to um, to see Shorduck and and have possibly some memories but um he didn't recognize him so i took him down to the betters guild uh simply just to introduce myself again and to to put a bet on shorter because i know he's a really good fighter and i'm trying to make some money back for the uh for the expensive material i have to pay for in the next couple of days 
Um, and one thing sort of led to another after he realized who I was and I got him to confirm with Gregor what actually happened and now Gregor wants to fight Jordan and I sort of let that happen <laughs> and it's happening tonight at nine o'clock I could see myself gradually trembling yeah you're just starting to feel anger here Ivor your fists are clenched and you're shaking it, w- it will be good for him you bet on a fight with Gregor I didn't bet on a fight with Gregor I bet on a fight with Shorduck and then one thing led to another and now them two are fighting so I changed my bet to Gregor (laughs) oh my dear keep me calm it will be good for him. He needs this. The, we need him clear before this expedition. I am. Um, I'm battling now with my wills, not to throw a fist punch at him. Listen, <laughs> roll me a I punch, just... please. Let's see if you punch. Was this yeah, to sorry, me? Continue, or... Gregor. Continue. Rag. Uh, sorry, continue. Uh, rag. Continue as you were saying. This is important. We must, we must get his memory back before this expedition. He said it wasn't my idea for him to fight him. It was after the better told him what happened. He he willingly wanted to fight him himself. I didn't have no say in it. That wasn't my intentions. It was off his own accord. So I changed my bet to bet on Gregor because I I know Gregor. I know Gregor, and he will not take no for an answer. He is fighting him tonight at nine and he needs our support. Ivok, what did you get? Two? <laughs> As he's saying this, you're st- the more he's talking, the more angry you're getting. You kind of, as he's saying, you know, like, the fight's happening tonight and all this kind of stuff at the end, you just kind of grab him. Like, grab him by his lava armor. I'm gonna go for a headbutt then. <laughs> Rag, what's your AC? Roll to hit, please, Ivok. I don't think I need to ask you your um, AC, Rag. Yeah, I got hit. I got six. <laughs> it doesn't hurt. See, yeah, I was going to say, so Rag, Ivan kind of grabs you by like the clasps on your leather arm and tries to headbutt you. But as he does, Bimit just kind of flares more smoke out and it just disorientates Ivan. Ivan, well, the second the smoke comes out, you kind of stop. I'm going to... I'm gonna grab him by his um, by his torso or whatever uh, cloth on the table he's wearing, and just drag him outside the fighters' guild. And just you guys are already in- outside. Okay, I'm just gonna put him up against the wall there and just say he needs this. All right, can I butt in at this point? <laughs> can I? Can I start rumbling the ground with my? Um, uh,
I've got one that one's curled. That guy is that is that what we're working on the ground? I was gonna say I can't allow it unless you've actually got the name of it, I'm afraid. Okay, I've got to say, I'm that angry, I can't remember how to do it. <laughs> That's fine, you're, you try and rumble the ground, but your rage is so intense that all you can think of is getting out of this hold. As you are doing that, Gregor, what are you doing, sorry? I put my right hand on, like, Ivok, and my left yeah, hand and on... Yeah, your left hand. Left hand on Rag, just to push him yeah. back. So I literally grab a Rag just to pull him. Just Rag, are you resisting this at all? Uh, no, no, I'm, I'll, I'll, no, no. Yeah, okay, so yeah, Gregor, you quite easily get in between the two of them, you just pull them apart, and yeah, Rag, Rag is quite calm uh, during all, the, all of this. Despite the fact that he held Ivor against the wall, he doesn't seem angry as such. He's just mm. reacting. I just got. Ivan, however, seems angry. Yeah, as soon as he puts his hand on me as well, I'll go. And you, Gregor, I expect it from him, but you, I expect more. I just turned to him. It's like, Ivan, I need to do this. You need to cause trouble before we go on mission. I need to get my head straight with this. I've got two memories clashing with me, and I don't know what to do. What would you suggest? You know, I'm just gonna like fat his underwear, go, God, do what you want. And then I'm just gonna walk up. <laughs> yes, Ivic is now walking. Whereabouts are you? Whereabouts are you walking, Ivic? Uh, the... Well, I think I was gonna head to the slums before all this business, so I'm, I'm just gonna keep going north, I think, and go through the. I was gonna say, so you exited from this area here. So on the right-hand side, the eastern side of the Fighters Guild. For some yeah. reason that's not showing up in the recording, which is annoying, but then, uh, you know. Um, oh, it's delayed. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, are you heading that way then? Yeah, I'm going to go north and then start heading towards the sun. In a fury though, so I'm just like, I'm proper storming off. <laughs> in the financial area you're just heading north you're coming around the corner now and to the right you can see that there's a row of houses they look like they would have been occupied once upon a time but again time has kind of destroyed them a little bit they're derelict they're crumbling they're falling in on themselves and there's more once again there's kind of like just some moss and plants growing over them I'm gonna basically go to the right, still fuming. Whip, whip round, go into a meditation pose. I just go, you guys go on. I need to talk with my god, Majir. And I'm gonna. Yeah, sorry, just, just. To, sorry, just to point out, Ivik, your god isn't Majir. That is a title that you achieve. Yeah, your god, uh, if you just give me one second, I can find you your god. 
was a while ago that one, wasn't it? It was. It was right towards the very beginning. I have an inkling as to who the god is, but I don't want to say it and was get it something. I don't believe it was. Uh, I've got it down here somewhere. I like how uh, I've just gone off this. Like, I'm going to pray to whatever his name was, is. Your god was Eldaf. Oh, that's way off. Okay, I'll write that down for future. So, yeah, so Ivor, you kind of just, um, you're close to where these houses are. And because yeah, there's some there's some vegetative growth and stuff. There's grass growing through the cracks. There's leaves and vines growing down these buildings themselves. It's almost like being back in nature. So you just kind of sit down. You cross your legs, hands on your knees. You just close your eyes, and your mind goes blank. Gregor and Rag, what are you doing at this point? Is he's is he's just yeah taking a meditative stance? As as he just walks off at this point. Yeah, you can you can see him. You can see that he's just sat in front of these houses, essentially, with his eyes closed. I just, I just turned to him to go, Ivor, come on. I'm guessing you doesn't. I'm guessing you don't listen. I just sounds no response. Gregor, I'll just leave him. He'll come around. Yeah. The, okay. And then I start walking towards the. Uh, what was uh, number two called again? The so slums. number two is the slums. So yeah, you guys uh, head around the back of the arena. You can still hear like muffled cheers and cries and stuff. To your right hand, so in, directly in front of you, is the is like the wall that leads into the slums. To the right of you, you can see, similar to the houses, there is what appears to be the ruins of a church. But this one is much more overgrown. Like, much much more of a grown the rats yeah, the trees coming back. the trees themselves are actually poking through you can see some plants around the side and as you're walking around you can actually see towards the back where the actual perimeter fence is looks to be almost like um, a field starting to reappear on the grounds itself on the other side is what looks to be kind of like a group of buildings again They've seen better days, but unlike the church and the houses on the right-hand side, these don't have anything growing in them at all. Despite them looking ruined, they look well-kept, if that makes sense. They've been broken. They look dirty and a bit dusty, but there's no, there's nothing growing on them. Are we... Are we, because uh, I just double-check my memory here, are we aware that we're supposed to meet, I just remembered I was saying about Ebchar later on tonight, are we aware of this? You're meant to be meeting Arja. I told you Eb- that he's going to be coming at you 9 o'clock. Us, yeah. Yes, okay. yeah. Um, in terms of Ebchar, you've still got a couple of days before you, you must report back to him. Yes. Uh, are you continuing heading upwards then? Let's move. So uh, as you are, sorry, go on. Where are we going, Gregor? We're going to the slums. We're going to the slums. And what reason is that for? Find um, what's his name again? Abja. That's the one. Arja. Arja. Arja is in the slums. Arja is in the slums in the morning. 
Vamanos. So as you can as you continue then you are pretty much at the gates themselves. You are around about here-ish. You can see that there is now a road leading into these ruins. Do you continue on or are you gonna have a look basically where the road is leading? Where the offshoot is leading. I'll have a look. I'll have a look. I'll have a cheeky look. A cheeky look, Christ, I didn't realise we were back in two thousand and ten. You'll be getting a Nando soon. A cheeky look along with my cheeky Nando's. I've never been to Nando's, so... Oh, fair know. enough. Fair enough, I've rescinded that comment. So, um... I always hear mixed thingies about Nando's, so... Meh. Half decent for vegan stuff at times, but ironically being a chicken place. Anyway. Mm. You, um... You can see, like, down this little snicket that's leading in, it looks like the actual set of buildings, they are very damaged and they're abandoned, but you can see it looks to be... What, is it looking what, good, is it? It looks like it might have been an old square. So possibly the site of the old town square before expansion began. In the centre of it is kind of like a large statue and a fountain almost type of thing. There's a couple of people milling around. It's the only place in the financial area other than the bank and the fighters area that seems to have any people in it. Okay. I was just, uh, I was going to say, I was going to say, Tom, um, do we actually know if Arja's actually in the slums? Because I think only I've only heard that from the I can't tell you that, I'm afraid. That's not something I can disclose, no, I told if you, you know or not. He told you, but you don't know if he's actually going to be there. This is just what the waitress said. She says she said that during the day, he he's normally in the fighters' arena in the afternoon or the evening. During the day, he is normally around the slums or he might be elsewhere. She didn't say what elsewhere might include, but she did say elsewhere. Okay, as long as he, as long as Ivor just got yeah, he 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 told you. Okay, that's all right then. Um, I tell you what, Rag, Rag, you look in the slums. I'm gonna have a look around here. All right, I'll uh, I'll head. I'll just say it's like jogging to the slums. Okay. Uh, Either you are still meditating at this point. Um, yeah, let's let's go with Rag for now then, as we're splitting the group up. Cheers, guys. <laughs> You're very um, welcome, Tom. You're very welcome. So yeah, Gregor starts heading down this uh, this small little path into what appears to be the Old Town Square. Rag, you are passing through like the open gates yeah, into um, the slums. Yeah, and I'm also going to take my loot out and um, thrash some shit out of it. So yeah, you are now walking into the slums then, uh, playing your loot. You are... roll me a performance, please. Yeah. Uh, 20, not natural. So yeah, you kind of uh, you're you're just kind of 
happily strumming along. You're gaining some attention from the people around you. They're, they're all dressed, as you would expect from the slums, quite poorly. Um, as you're walking, you can kind of hear like a... As the ground is... The mud underneath you is giving way. It feels quite wet. Surrounding you are just dozens and dozens of tents. I'm also going to uh, cast Dancing Lights. Yeah. Uh, to, to create more attention. Uh, try and bring, bring as many people out as possible. Um... I'm still t- I'm still taking a jog through here as well, so I'm trying to get the whole tense the whole tense attention. I'm just running around the entire slums. Um, so it's creating a form of a, a form of circles. So, so I'm so I'm in the middle, uh, and I'm trying to create an outer circle of people. Uh, I'm not okay. I'm not, I'm not I'm not begging and asking for money or anything. I'm just simply giving um, giving some inspiration to the people of the slums. Tell you what, uh, because you're running around as well, then roll me uh, an athletic. I'm taking a, a slight jog. I'm not running. Okay. Well, you have to slow down at times because um, the slums themselves, the tents that are arranged around the slums, are all quite tightly packed together. There's only one or two little areas that you can nip through and everything, but you manage to kind of squeeze your way in and out, playing playing your loot as you do so as these dancing lights are swirling around you more and more people are starting to kind of like crawl out of the tents you hear some you hear some people groaning it's still quite early for some of them but a lot of them seem quite happy to see you I'll show you about it. come on come on grab your instruments come on uh, you kind of just hear some you hear quite a lot of people uh, what's going on we don't have instruments uh, there's that guy over there's playing. What's he doing here? Can I hear that? Yeah, you can hear. It's just like a cacophony of noise, basically. Come on, somebody must people. have an instrument around here. Come on. Uh, after a little bit of time, you are you just sticking around that outer area, close to the financial area. Or are you a financial district? Hopefully, uh, in number two, hopefully it should be directly in the middle of it by now, trying to grab an audience. Okay. uh, You keep on playing and you kind of stop, like in the centre where there's a bit of an opening. After some time, as you're still playing, asking for an instrument, there is a very large tent and you see... Uh, basically the flap of it just kind of fling open and a very small figure emerges Uh, he looks about three foot tall there's deep very deep lines in his face and he's got white wispy hair he comes out the first thing you can see is just some large bushy eyebrows some little piercing blue eyes underneath him on top of his head there is a small fabric miner's cap, but the torch that was inside it has long burnt out. He has a very bulbous and large nose, a craggy face with small blue eyes, very large bushy eyebrows, and a miner's cap on. He looks like he's got some faded fabric tunics on, and he's barefoot. His feet are just covered in hair. He's walking with a walking stick, 
and on top of it is a very finely cut emerald. But in his hand is a uh, is a small lute, uh, flute. Sorry, that he's carrying. That's just playing it. He just kind of lifts it with one hand, rests the uh, rests the walking stick across his shoulder, just starts playing this flute along with you. Yes! Yes! Come on! Come on! He starts playing this flute perfectly along with you. He's not moving. You get the feeling that he can't move without his walking stick. Well, I'm moving. I'm severely moving. As you're bounding around, you're starting to get closer and closer to him. Come on, come on! More! More people! More people! The people around you look quite... Most of them look quite happy to hear this music. Quite a few of them are starting to jig along and clap and dance. Again, as they're starting to clap and dance, you can just keep on hearing the ground kind of squelching underneath them. So you're realising that the ground is quite wet, even though it's not been raining. So I'm just going to keep it going for, for a lengthy enough time. To, to hopefully get as much attention as possible. That's what's my main aim here. Yeah, there's a couple of eyes on the small. I was going to say there's a couple of eyes on the small figure who's playing the flute along with you, but a lot of people's attention seems to be on yours, uh, on t- on you. That's fine. I'll try and draw it to both of us. It needs to be on me. So you you're still dancing towards him, playing the lute, and you're pretty much next to him at this point. Flute solo. He just does an expert flute solo. You can see, even though his hands are old and craggy, he's just like his hands are moving very nimbly. His fingers are just in and out. Is there, um, is there, is there music flowing? The notes flowing around. Yeah, it's kind of, you're both intermingling, you're playing off of each other, you're doing a harmonious melody at this point. It's building up to a crescendo. Yeah, I was just going to say, let's find that crescendo and find a, um, find a professional ending. Just do, a, just do a big ending, a big finale. Roll me one more performance check, please. Um, 28. Yeah, so he he doesn't quite keep up quite as well with you during the finale. But yeah, your fingers are just like sliding along the frets in and out. You're expertly plucking it. And then just one final strum and you're done. The crowd is still quite... You, you hear like clapping around. A lot of the people are very happy. You, you've made a lot of people's day from this. The old, the old small figure, now that you're next to him, you can see that he's a gnome of some sort. He kind of like just puts the flute into his tunic and just grabs his walking stick again. Just kind of looks up at you. Well done, fellow sir. Well done. Well done to you, too! That was some yeah. mighty flying loot playing. That was some good stuff. Come and, come and have a chat with me. Come and have a whip. Mm, I'd be happy to. Yeah. Please come, come come, come inside my tent. Okay, we will... Of course, of course. 
Well, whatever you wish to discuss, we'll discuss in there. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you I kind of, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. You follow him, and he's just kind of like hobbling along with this walking stick. So is your is his walking towards this large tent that he came out of? So have you been here for long? I've not been here for long at all. I've been here once before. We've been uh, we've been traveling the areas. Uh, this is my second time in Salt Harbor. Uh, I thought I would explore and see what uh, see what is around. I'm 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 sort of um, I'm looking for somebody in particular. Uh, oh, that would explain why you're in the slums. Then travelers yeah, don't often yeah, come yeah. here. Somebody, um, name Abchar. At this, you're kind of like entering into the tent, and uh, the tent itself, the inner of the tent itself, it, for a slum, it's quite well kept. There, there's a bedroll in the corner. There are a couple of others as well. You can see that this person has a couple of people sleeping there as well. There is a wooden chair, small wooden chair that looks like it's been made out of branches and twigs and stuff like that. Just kind of sits and leans back in the chair, just kind of gestures for you to sit on the floor. There's a small little throw, it's a bit dirty, but you know, it'll keep it'll keep you off the mud itself. And there's a crackling fire in between the two of you. Edchar, you say? Yes. One of the reaps? Yes. Uh, may I ask what your business is with him? I just, I just, uh, I've just heard a lot about him. I'd like to, uh, like to meet him and ask him a few questions. Nothing uh, serious. Mm. I just heard he, 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 he hangs out a lot in the, uh, in the slums in the morning. Ed Char doesn't. No. No. Neither does his father, Ambrius. Neither of the reaps hang out around Neither of the reaps frequent this area. Are you sure you're not confused with someone else? Uh, maybe. Maybe you could enlighten me. Hmm. Who do you think well, I can. Well, it depends. What person are you trying to find? What kind of person is it? You said Ab Abchar is. Uh, Ajar is. Abchar. No, Aja, I'm looking for Aja. Oh, why didn't you say you said Epcha? No, Aja. 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 He sometimes comes in, yes, we have a bit of dealings with him. He gives, uh, well, he. Uh, he just kind of trails up. He runs businesses and, well, he allows. He allows my people in the slums to work those businesses. As long as we don't steal from him, he makes sure that we get goods to sell. Where, where, where can I, where can I find him? This, uh, well, he's, this good moral. He's not here today. He's not due here today. He's due here. What are we on Wednesday? He's due here on Friday for his latest uh, stock delivery. Uh, today. Today he's probably uh, around the financial district somewhere. This more, this morrow? Yes, this morrow he'll be around the. Van. He he just kind of he pauses for a second and he just kind of rubs his face. Just starts instead of rubbing like a beard or something, he just starts rubbing his large eyebrows. 
He will be where his business is. In the financial district. Uh, anything more specific than that, or just just around? Just kind of do me a favor. Mm-hmm. Check that there's no guards outside. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just take a peek out the tent. Tell me a perception, please. There's a lot of people outside, but... Yeah, so you can see there's a lot of people outside. The closest guard is where the actual market, the outer slum market stalls are, so that's near where the uh, sewage ch- uh, canal is. So yeah, there, there are... Just... Uh, yeah. So, where the entrance is, here... There are a row of um, market stalls where people from the slums sell their wares. And you can see that the closest guard is there, whereas you are here. So they're, 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 they're not next to you, but they aren't too far away. They're not within earshot, but if anything were to happen, they would be able to get there quickly. I'll go back in the guards are at the normal stations, maybe 200 yards. 200 yards out there, the stations. It's not there. Mm. Very well. I wouldn't normally tell a stranger this, but you've provided a nice service for my people in the slums. A fellow You're... bard, too. I don't know. Perhaps you're a bard? I was not, unfortunately. I picked this up. I picked up this, uh. This hobby, I'll call it, as I fled Erebor. Erebor. I was, uh, yes, unfortunately, I was, I was involved in some nasty dealings there. I don't know if you know about the civil war at all, but I was involved in that. Vague, vague, vague amounts, vague amounts. To pick up something of this sort through such terror is, uh, it's inspiring in itself. It helped with our resistance. It helped keep their spirits up. So, of course, you when... You must be a, a moderate... A what, sorry? <laughs> Got that word. You must what be are you a, trying? I'll change it. You must be an inspiration to your people. An admiration to your people. These were not always my people. Once upon a time, I lived... In a place called Digbury, in, in Erebor. But circumstances changed, and now I live here. It took some time, but these people accepted me. And so, whenever someone like yourself comes along and gives them good reason to be happy on the day, I'm happy to help you out. So, I will tell you this much if Arjur is not here or in the arena, or watching the arena, should that be Arjur is not a fighter himself. But if he is not there, he will be in the ruins in the financial district. Okay. I can't say more because if I was to reveal everything about that area, Arjur would not be too pleased with me. And I do not wish to draw the ire of a genasi. No, of course, of course. 
thank you for your time. You don't suppose you know, um, you know anywhere I could get some good, good weaponry or armor from around here, would you? Oh, weapons, you say? Yes. Well, my people sell lots of them. If you go up towards the entrance, you will find many people selling weapons and armor. Around the, the entrances in the outskirts? Uh, where, where the road is, where the entrance road yeah. is, you will see lots of market stalls. To Salt Harbor. Roll, roll me an insight though, please. Yeah, he's he's just he's just telling you where things are. Telling you that, you know, some of his people, some of the people in the slums sell weapons. Thank you for your time. One more question though. Oh course, of course. Hey, you don't suppose to know any any history of the sorts of anything to do with any um plinths or temples of any sort for you? Been a Just pauses for a second. I'm afraid not. There wasn't. I didn't know really anything about. What was it? Plimps? It's all temples. Oh. Well, there was a, there was a few temples back in Erebor. But I never went in there myself. It wasn't my kind of thing. I was rock gnomes. We're not known for... We're not really known for going inside temples. I don't even know what a plinth is, I'm afraid. I can't help you there. I've uh, never had to go inside a temple. That's okay, my friend. Never mind. Uh, have a nice day. Thank you for the information. Thank you for the... Thank you for the performance. It was, uh, no, the, it was the, very the, nice. It's been a while. It's been a while. The pleasure is all mine, friend. You're uh, welcome in the slums whenever you wish. Right. Especially if you if you uplift the my people again like that. Thank you so much. With that, are you exiting um, and pissing? Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna leave the I'm gonna leave this tent um, and head towards the financial district where I believe Gregor is hanging out um, and head towards. I don't know if I know where the ruins are. No, but we will go. We will go to Gregor at this point because obviously yeah. he will have been doing stuff as you're chatting. One second, Ivan, are you still meditating? It's been about ten minutes at this point. Yeah, I'd say how long ever it would be for me to calm down. So I don't know. Do me a favor, just roll me a straight up d twenty. Yeah, no, a little too offered and seven. <laughs> you're still you're you're calming down. You're still quite angry. I think I'm just gonna situation. Stay. Yeah. I think I was just, just gonna, gonna stay, stay until I'm all level. <laughs> That's fair. Um okay, so heading back to Gregor then. Gregor, you are now walking Rekka's left. You were walking down the road into where the old town square was. As you're kind of like approaching it, uh, you can see that basically, yeah, this was once upon a time, a very long time ago, uh, an old square. 
in the centre is a large statue. There's people walking around. They're keeping it in small huddles. As you walk by, a bit of building just crumbles off slightly. I'm just, I'm just looking around, just kind of just wanting some time to myself. Kind of like trying to wrap around this, these memories. Are you looking for anything, anything or anyone in particular? You're just walking around, basically. Just walking around. Yeah, okay, so a bit of solitude, really. So as you're walking around, people are giving you distance. Um, you start walking more into the centre. To your left, you can see like three people just chatting amongst themselves. They look up, spot you, and stare for a second before turning back to their conversation. You continue on and you're heading more towards like the statue that's in the middle. As you approach it, more people are starting to look at you as you're walking closer to the statue. Alright. Can I can I inspect the statue? Yeah, roll me a investigation, please. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay, so this is um, it looks like an old weathered iron um, statue, which is long turned green due to oxidization. As you look at it, you kind of like tap it, and it kind of rings hollow. The statue itself appears to be, um, it appears to be someone that looks a little bit like the blacksmith, actually. So like a, a triton, so kind of like a mermaid the type of thing, a merman with legs, holding a, t- holding a triton of all things, and holding up on the other side the corpse of a sanguine. Interesting. There looks do to I... be writing... Sorry, go on. I was going to say, do I notice any writing like on the actual statue or like anything mm-hmm. below it? There is some writing on it, but it's a bit faded. You can't really make out what it says. Uh, Did you say that there's people nearby? Yeah, there's a couple of people milling around. Uh, There's a group of like five or six people. Over in the corner is... um, Over in the corner there is someone that's just kind of stood with his arms crossed watching you. He's, He's... about 5'7", so he's a little shorter than you, I would say. But he is bright red. He's got multiple scars across his face, some of which form crosses at various points. And he's got horns, some low-set horns that taper off towards his brow, form a bit of a V-shape. His eyes are yellow, and he has a small nose. And on his chin, there's three more horns. His hair's being trimmed down to a Mohican. Basically, a tiefling is staring at you. Do I... Uh... Yeah, I kind of just look at him back and just nod my head. Really Takes subtly. a second. Takes a second. Still just kind of lent against like the this crumbling pillar. Just nods slowly back at you. Okay, I turn to the... No, I, t- I tell you what, I'll walk up to him. Okay, so yeah, you are now... I would say face-to-face, but you're like, what, 6'1", 6'2"? 
Yeah, I am quite tall. I, I think I'm about 6'2". Yeah, so you you walk up to him, you kind of like make your way around the statue, away from the other crowd of people, and you're just kind of like a foot or two away from him, just kind of looking down on him. This guy isn't wearing too many clothes. He's, he's wearing some strips of fur across his arms and chest. He's got just some slacks on. <laughs> One of his arms has a... Who's that up there? Oh, that, that is, uh, that's an old guy. Don't know who he is. Been here for a long time, you know. Hmm. I think he must have been here when everyone settled well before my time. Fair enough. I was just interested in the area. I thought I'll give it a little explore. He kind of arches an eyebrow. Why? What do you mean, interested? You heard stuff. Just curious, I guess. Just mm. having a little nosy. That's about it. I'll give you some advice, friend. Maybe don't nose around stuff so often, especially alone. Why is that? Well, I'm not sure if you've noticed this area, but it's a bit run down. Bad things can happen to people if they don't keep the guard up. Especially if they go poking the nose in places they don't belong. Is that a threat? It's not a threat. Just a friendly bit of information. Take it as you will. I don't know if you can help me, but I'm looking for the black market. <laughs> There's one thing I love is how blunt Gregor is at times. Again, Seems like rather, the right guy to talk to, so... Rather than just arching an eyebrow, both of his eyebrows raise up. It's not often we get someone uh, just straight up wanting to find out where it is. The best what are you looking, why are you looking for it? What's your business? Uh, basically, we're looking for uh, an interesting person called Arja. Oh, you're looking for Mr. Clarara, are you? You don't really need to be in the dark market for that. Do you know where he is? Yeah, tell you what. He just kind of taps you on the shoulder. You wait here, I'll get him for you. Then he'll uh, he'll let you know if you're allowed in the dark area or not. Much obliged. No worries, you can state your business to him. I just stand there with my arms crossed. So you kind of like tucks behind the uh, breaking pillar and you can hear his footsteps walking away. You can hear a bit of... You can hear a bit of voices behind, but you can't really make it out. You can hear this deep baritone from this guy and another voice as well that you can't quite hear. A couple of seconds passed and this lad, uh, this small tiefling pops back out <coughs> and following him is... An air genasi. He's kind of like got bright purple, uh, uh, bright purple hair, just kind of going down. Some tattoos around. Uh, he's got light blue skin, which is almost translucent. His hair itself is whipping around his back, and his eyes have some bright purple lining to the sclera, with the actual irises being white. He's got some earrings on and a brown waistcoat. 
unlike last time, his hands, which were previously just wrapped in leather wrappings, now also have his chain blade wrapped around them. Sorry, chain and... Chain blade. So it's like a chain made of blades which are wrapped around his hands. Just kind of pops out from the side. Are you Arja? Who's asking? I'm Gregor. I think you've talked to some of my friends, Ivok or Rag, before. I got to say, those names don't really ring a bell, you know? Hmm. Well, I meet many peoples around here. It's kind of a deal. Tells you what, I do remember as a half orc around here. A little while ago, though. Yes, we've kind of come interested into the dark market. Why and why? Why are you, uh, why is you guys interested in our uh, humble, humble little dark area, huh? Well, for a bit of trade, maybe in some information. Oh yeah, why can't you guys just uh, trade on the market in the commercial area, huh? You can't find everything you want there, can you? <laughs> well put, friend. Well, it tells you what, I can't just let everyone into the dark area now, can I? But, use, uh, use guys, well, I say use guys, use, obviously traveling with those guys. Use earns my trust, you can go in the dark area. Much obliged. Do you know where it is? Yeah, of course I do. I, I run to the place. But like I say, and my trust. And then you can go in it. Well, we'll come here to make a deal, so I think we can do that. Well, like I say, then my trust, you can go in. You use earns my trust by uh, doing, doing a job or two for me. Well, let's just call it a job. I've got a few jobs for you that you could choose from. You just use one of those, and I'll let you use them. Sounds, sounds good. Are you sure you just don't want your uh, your pals here with you before you uh, enter a contract? Oh, I'm not entering the contract. I just want to hear. I want to know what the catch is. Fair enough. Fair enough. There's no catch. I just well, he just kind of smiles, leans in. These ain't exactly what you'd call legal. I'm listening. Alright, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, like I say, that's got three jobs for you. Just kind of reaches into his waistcoat and pulls out three scrolls. Opens the first one. Now, the client... That's not you. Is requested that we bring in a shipment of wormwood. The contact, also not you, will meet the courier, that's that's you, outside of Salt Harbor, near one of the mills. The contact will give the courier a crate containing the wormwoods. Induced the guards to check upon entry to Salt Harbor, it'll be up to you guys to uh to see how you smuggle in the goods. 
Now, once she's inside Salt Harbor, leave the crate at the drop-up point of the docks, and the contract will be completed. Yeah. Now, if that don't float your boat, I've got enough one for you. This client, just opening another scroll, has requested that a shop vendor called Toby Newden be reminded of his financial commitments. Now, the client has not divulged what he has on old Toby, but the contractor, again, that's use, if you take it on, they must, uh, use must return with at least 150 gold pieces. The gold should be deposited at the bank in the financial district. Use knows where that is, yeah? It's that big, that big purple building, shaped like a U, got lots of trees growing out of it. Ah, uh, yes, yes, I remember that. Yeah. Well, you need to, uh, you'd need to, uh, deposit the gold there under the account name of KB. He's got that? KB. KB. Yeah, that's the one. Now, finally, you can use any means necessary to get hold of the requested gold from Toby. Obviously, don't go killing the guy. But you can wrap him up a little if you wish. And uh, when you when you're talking to Toby, if you do take this on, then uh, you should refer to the client as your mutual friend, and Toby will understand. Interesting. Interesting. Now, if neither of those two are up your alley, I, I do discuss something a bit more dark for you. Depends what she's into. Just opens the final scroll. Now this one, like I say, is a bit darker. The client has requested that we assassinate the Fighters Guild owner, Murug. Apparently, this guy has a tendency not only to abuse his fighters by forcing them to ingest Gojulies before a fight, he's also been known to cheat patrons out of their winnings. Now. The client has requested that the assassination looks like an accident, so suspicions can't be laid at his feet. Now, I kind of understands that. It's a bit of a shame, really, though. I was quite liked Morrigan and the Guild, but I guess you make enough enemies in this town, and someone's bound to come knocking. And hey, maybe the next owner won't be such a dick. Now, out of those three, is there any that rings a bell, tickles your fancy? Like I says, maybe talk to your maybe talk to your pals before accepting. One of them might want one, one might want another. But if you accept it, you enter the contract. If you break that contract, you you won't have my trust. And if you don't have my trust, you're not in the dark area. That's fair enough. I'll talk to my companions when the next time I see you. Fair enough. I'll tell you what, you run along now and uh, we'll see you later. You did? That's fine. We'll see. I'll be seeing you later. I just walk out throughout the district. That's fair enough. So yeah, you kind of leave Arja behind. So you're walking out. As you do, you run into Rag, who has just come from the slums. Ah, there you are. Rag? I found the dark market. I was just heading over to the 
to the district. I found Aja. You found Aja? And? Basically, he wants us to do three jobs. But I think I've got something better. We need to find um, Ivok. What, what, what did he say? Basically, he wants us to do three jobs, but I'll explain it when we meet up with Ivok. Okay. Uh, Ivok, I believe, is where we, where we left him. <laughs> Ivok is still meditating at this point, as far as you guys know. As far as you guys know, yeah. Should we head back to... We'll head back to where he was, and hopefully he's still there. Ivok, are you still there? I will stay put until I know I'm calm, so... You've started to calm down a bit now. You're still irritated, but you're not angry as such. Controllable, as you start... yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's controllable. And as you start to come to, you open your eyes, and you see Rag and Gregor start bounding their way over towards you. I will conquer this. Right, and then I'll get up. I'll start walking towards him. Yeah. How are you feeling, Ivan? Companions? Yes, I'm okay. I've reflected on the circumstance, and I suppose with any eventualities, there could be a reward. So let's see what happens, hey? That's the way. That's the way to think. Yes. Uh, I've got some news, Ivok. Okay. I found Arja. Oh. And we can get away into the dark, into the dark market. But he wants us to do one of three jobs. Okay. Um, do tell. Well, I was going to tell you, but I think I've got a better. Maybe a better option for him. We know that he likes to go to the Fighters Guild on the night. Maybe he likes to put a bit of a wager on. He will be going to that fight that you are now attending, I believe. So why doesn't he put a pretty penny on me winning? I know your memory is a little bit faulty, but you do know last time, technically, you lost. But from what people have been saying, I only lost by a very small amount. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's not the fact I don't have good faith in you. It's just how would he have good faith in you? He has a pretty penny. We don't get our hands dirty. It's a win-win. Wait, 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 wait. But what would happen if you lose? Not that you would, but he may think it's possible. Good point. Good point. Hold on. What is it that he exactly said? What were these three jobs? What were these three jobs that he actually said? Well, basically, the first one was sounded like a pickup of... Is it Wormlings? Wormlings? Sorry, Tom? I can't say. You need to make notes, guys. I, I can't keep on reminding you. 
I'm sorry, time. but we've been we've been doing this a while now. I can't keep giving you hints. When you were saying it, I was like, oh, I hope he's writing it. I hope he's writing mm. it. <laughs> this yeah, is so going to be a harsh lesson for you, Joe, but you'll yeah. learn it. We're level five now, mate. <laughs> well, we can go back and ask him anyway. It's not the kid who um, leagues anymore, Joe. Well, the most harsher one I know is the assassination of the main uh, leader of the Fighters Guild. The main leader of the Fighters Guild? I only know... I only know the... The, the big guy. I don't guy. know anybody. The big guy, what, Sean? He's not the leader. He's not the leader, no. But they wanted, they wanted the leader of the Fighters Guild killed, but to make it look like an accident. The leader of the Fighters Guild, a big guy, the only, the only person I'm coming within the fighters guild is the the betters I'm guessing it's him then but he's not a big guy sorry who are you talking about I'm talking about the betters the bet the, 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 the small guy who takes the bets the goblin or, Murik or Myrick or something or he's the betting guy though isn't he? yes you're not a leader, though. I don't recall any leader. In the leader of the fighters' guild. I don't. You know any leader of the fighters' guild? Well, I mean, we've got a full day if that is what we need to do. Um, you know, I'm sure that's an easier thing we could find out because it's probably best to really confirm our target before we start talking about assassination. As a, as a guard walks by, um, as you whisper that. <laughs> suggest you take us to um, to Abjad. Yes, I'll probably do that. Yes, that's a mighty fine price just to get into the dark area. I mean, it best be worth it. <laughs> I was going to say, but it would be best if we could find a solution that doesn't dirty our hands, especially in Salt Harbor. What was your solution? Well, basically, it was to him to bet some money on me winning on the fight in the night. But how would that get us into the, the dark area? Well, he earns a bit of bit of money from it. You would have a bit of our trust. You would have to offer him a no lose situation, so you would have to offer something if you did lose as well, and then he might consider it. Good point. I didn't really think that through. Take us to Aja. There we go. Yes. All right, I'll take him to Aja. So are you heading back then to the ruins? Mm. Yes. Okay, so, yeah, you are all now pretty much back in the kind of ruins where the fountain is. It's only been a couple of minutes. Um, Aja is still there. He's talking to that small tiefling. Um, have you... Where is he? He's up there talking to the teeth link. I'll handle this one, I don't... Well, you want to talk to him. You, you come with me very well. I, I, I sound like you wanted to talk to him. I do. Alright, All right. Aja! Ivan, come along. Oh yeah, I'm walking with you, I'm listening. <laughs> 
So yeah, Ivak is just kind of behind you too. Bimit is still curled up on Rag's shoulder, just like draped around his neck at this point, just lazing in the sun. Uh, what what are you two doing at the front again? Sorry. I just call out to Aja. Hey, it's the uh, the Dragonborn from before. Need your friends. Rag. Ivo. Yeah, such hey. formalities. Is this him? He just kind of extends a hand. Hey, I knows you. You're, you're, you're the get used. Use of the guys that. Well, you threw yourself in shit when you no. when you entered. Yeah. No hand, no, no hand shaking on this. Just kind of leaving his hand there. Ah, it's gonna be like that, eh? Ah. Oh, I get it. I. Gregor has informed me he would like us to, uh, to give a task to him. Uh, three tasks. Yeah, yeah it's, only, it's only one of the three tasks, you know? It's not all three of them. What would you use, uh, like, nose? I'd, I'd like to know the tasks, because he's um, sort of forgotten. Ah, fair enough, fair enough. He, do you use ones to just kind of whips out the three uh, scrolls again? These ones to hear the actual yeah, description of the contracts again, or just the uh, yes. just the cliff notes. The full description. That's fair. That's fair. Well, for this first one, the client has requested that we bring in a shipment of wormwood. Wormwood is a uh, it's a nice hallucinogenic for people, you know. Now the contact that that ain't you. It will meet the courier, which is you, if you uh, take this on, outside of Salt Harbor, near one of the mills. So, outside of the influence of the new mine crystal. Now, the contact will give you a crate containing the Wainwood. Now, I don't know if you've noticed yet, but uh, there's a lot of guards around Salt Harbor. So it'll be up to you guys to uh, how you smuggle in the goods. Now once inside Salt Harbor, if you leave the crate at the drop-off point, then we'll call it a day on the contract. And you, where is you know? the drop-off point? The drop-off point will be at the docks. Very well. Uh, the so, contract? if that don't tickle your, uh, if that don't tickle your leg, I've got another one. Well, there's two more. So with this one, the client has, ex- has requested that a shop vendor named Toby Newden be reminded of his financial commitments. Now the client has not divulged what he has on Toby, but the contractor, these guys, must return with at least 150 gold pieces. The gold should be deposited at the bank in the financial district under the account name of KB. Now, I, I assume you guys know where the bank is. Your dragon friend told me he did. Um, it's that big, called, that big purple building. The big purple oh, yes. building behind the arena. Yes, I understand. Under the, uh, deposited under the KB? KB. Now, I don't know who that is. And to be honest with you, I don't really care. We get some yeah, money. Uh, Whatevs. Anyway, you can use any means necessary to get the gold from Toby. 
obviously don't kill the poor guy, but uh, you can rough him up a little bit. Now, when you're talking to Toby, you should refer to the client as their mutual friend, and Toby will understand. Now, if you really wants to get your hands dirty, there's a there's a final one. It's it's a bit darker. The client has requested that we assassinate the fighter's guild owner, Morrug. A little little goblin guy. Ah, I know who you mean. Now, apparently, this guy. Well, if you if you know who he is. You know he's got a bit of a tendency to uh, not only abuse his fighters, but forcing them to eat goji leaves before a fight. He's also been known to cheat patrons out of their winnings. Now, I, I, I ain't got anything against that. He ain't done that to me. But obviously it's rubbed some guy up the wrong way. Anyways, this guy has requested that the assassination, it looks like an accident. So suspicions... Don't fall on him. Bit of a shame. I, mean, I quite like Murrug, but that's how it goes in Salt Harbor. Especially in the dark area. May I interject? Surely there oh, must course, be friend. a... Surely there must be a heavier reward for such a deed compared to the others. Well, I'll tell, tell you what. For the assassination, I'll give you 10% of the cut. How's that float by you? What's the cut? Well, you just find out when you do it. Oh. I'm afraid we don't work on an attack. Well, let me, let me, let me lay it out for you this way, then, huh? I don't know his use, but you don't know me. If I let you into the dark area, that's a big risk. How do I know that you ain't the feds? Hmm? Well, let me tell you, with all due respect, we don't know each other. You've given us two, I would say, relatively easier missions. And I imagine this third one is a lot more difficult to achieve to find willing participants. Like I say, I've got a lot of people down there just kind of gesturing that would take on these contracts. These just came in this morning. It's just an easy way for me to know that I can trust you. You just get your hands dirty here, then you ain't going to go to the guards. Second you get your hands dirty, the second you're in with us. So you're saying if we do a more difficult mission, you may offer us better missions as a reward? Look, I don't give a shit what you do. Just any of the missions. Just get your hands dirty in some way, shape or form. Any of them will do. Now, if you want to do the assassination, yeah, you get a bit of a better cut. And I know that I can truly trust you. And yeah, maybe I will give you some, uh, some better jobs down the line okay should do would you allow us a minute to discuss of course of course just kind of lowers his head rolls his hands and backs back into the archway what are you what are you thinking Ivan? i know what i'm thinking hey let's murder a goblin <laughs> i am thinking of path of least resistance but it depends what that 10% cut is, and would it lead to fruitier prize? Is it worth the hassle? I'm leaning more towards the uh, assassination. 
<laughs> of course you are. Right. Somehow I knew you'd say that. Greg? long as the assassination is after Gregor's fight is at At that note, I assume this bet you made was a handsome sum that you gave to this chap. Yes. I've not paid the whole amount yet, but I intend to tonight. Of interest, um, do you remember how much that amount is? Um, I've already given him 200 gold pieces. That's correct. Six, 600. I thought it was 500. Oh, I might be, yeah, 500. Then. Yeah, because you'd get 1500 back if you succeeded. Yeah. Okay, good, good. Just wanted to make sure you remember. If we. How about this? If we go and place the bet tonight. <coughs> or I go and place the bet tonight. We have the fight. Whether Gregor wins or loses. Assassinate him after. Take all of the enemies. Split it three ways. May I remind? May I remind you? Plus ten percent. I am a monk. (laughs) Then don't take a cut. But he did say he did say he's not of a moral character, though. He's not a moral character, he's a... He's a goblin. He's a toque. All life is equal. If all life is equal, then none of these tasks will be up for you. I will go with the consensus of the group. Gregor? All that I know is that I won't be taking part in the assassination. I'll be in the fight. It's after the fight. I will not be in the right frame of mind to be also doing an assassination. Alright. Then that means it's me and you, Ivan, to deal with to deal with the rest. Gregor will do the fight, we will do the assassination. We cannot get caught for this. It must not come back to us. That's terrible. We must not get caught for this. So, subtly, Ragnarok. Subtly. I agree. We must severely plan Just to point out, you guys have about eight hours in game time. Nine hours. It's that evening. So we're getting close. Uh, That's if you're wanting to carry it out on on the night of Gregor's fight. Gregor's fight is that evening, just to point out. Okay. I will go... We will go with assassination in hope that we get a better reward and a 10% cuts of whatever it may be but I will do some digging 
And if I find out this fellow is of moral character, then I cannot condone any action. It's only fair. But, uh, hold on a second. I'll reapproach Abja. And You're saying it wrong on purpose now. Oh, no, I just said it right there. You just said Abcha. Yeah, that's not, is that not what it is? Sadja. No, Aja. Aja, sorry. Yeah, A-R-J-A. Yeah, I remember our first ever session. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I do. I'll approach Aja. Oh, Siri, yeah. it's Siri. Yeah, well, that was your fault, not mine. Uh, I'll approach Aja. Um... And subtly ask him if we choose one of these. If we choose one of these special contracts, are we uh, are we obliged in any way to uh, to complete? Is there any consequences for failure? Well, I uh, anyway, really. I mean, you just can't exactly you can't exactly go to the guard and say he. These guys over here, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna kill this guy like I asked him to. But, uh, if you, uh, just abandon the, uh, contracts, I ain't gonna exactly let you into the dark area now, am I? We have peoples all around this place. All around Salt Harbor, you hear? Yeah, that's what I thought. I'll head back over to Ivan and say, if we take this quest, we must complete it. We have to either take it or leave it now. And if we take it, we have to see it through. Then I cannot condone it. Not until I know the facts myself. Very well. Then we shall leave it. I will happily do the wormwood. And I will happily do the debt collecting. Okay, I will. Uh, I will let him know. We have an accord. Um, I'll. I'll head back over to Aja. Yeah, he's back. Yeah. So, he um, decided what you want to do. Yes. Which one, Chief? Tell me. Go ahead, tell. Um, the fellow companions behind me would like to take a web with Fairy dudes, fairy dudes. May, uh, may I say, uh, if yeah? we should happen to get a chance to assassinate... Oh, you're still in hearing of this. I'm trying to do it. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear I mean, if you, if you if you followed Rag to him, then yes, you can say this. But if you have stayed with Gregor, then no, you can't hear him say this. Uh, did you ask me to stay, or, uh, Josh? Uh, well, I'll, I'll head it towards him as if you were staying and speaking to me quietly. Alright, I'll go with that one. Right. So, uh, the fellow companions would have said the wormwood. Oh, the wormwood, eh? Yeah, that's, that's yes. fair enough. Uh, hey, that's I'm... not too bad, just... Yeah, go on. Ow. I, however, would, um... You're clandestine, eh? Would be happy to take... Um... 
take on the assassination role for myself. Oh, I use a use not sure your friends would be a bit. Ah, uh, no, irritated that you've done that by yourself. I, I've offered the challenge, but uh, not accepted. Hey, that's better. Hey, tell you for that. Yeah, ten percent. Not breathe aware of this to anybody. What was that? Say that again. Not breathe aware of this to to anybody on my party. Hey, if you do, if you do your job right, no one's gonna know it's a murder either. So no, we keep it strong, friend. So let's let's have the weather for the for all of us. Uh, Just hand you that. I will take on personal the conscious of the assassination. Well, what was what his name? It was Murug, you know, the bet taker, the owner, the little goblin guy. Murug. I tell you, Murug. To kind of hand you, hand you the first one, the wormwood, as you take it. Just as a word of, word of warning, friend. Wormwood, it stinks. Like even through the crate. Like outside, we we've got some enchantment that that hides the smell. But the second it's in Salt Harbor, it's gonna stink. Any guard uh, within two blocks will smell it. I will. Uh, I will. I will let them know about that. Mm. And then, as you as you kind of like pocket this. Yeah. No. So with the, with the, I'll take the scroll. What we've, we've decided to do. Uh, yeah. So put it in my pocket. The other scroll will very discreetly. It's in uh, the bag of and I've got around quite a So, as he gives you, as you take that first scroll, then he just kind of holds out his hand to shake yours. It's a pleasure doing business with you. As you look at his hand, you can see the other scroll, the other contract scroll, kind of tucked in his hand. <laughs> you have to shake his hand, man. Take it, shake it. Pleasure. And just kind of slide the scroll to you. Now, with the uh, with the uh, second one, there ain't really a time limit as such. He just wants it done. But the uh, the wormwood that's due in two days. So not tonight, not the night afterwards, but the night after that. So on on the Friday, you just need to uh, meet the contact. Friday to meet the contract. Contact, yeah. And then do the job on Friday Eve itself. It's probably best that you uh, do it on the evening rather than the daytime, you know? And it's very smelly and salt powder. Hmm. Because of the new mind crystal, you know? I understand. Pleasure doing business with you. Ah, we'll you be, too. Uh, we'll return shortly. Um, hey, I'll see you in a little while. We're due to leave in... in Three days maximum, so we'll, uh, we'll have this done in two days. That's good to know. That's good to know. I'll see you in a little while then. Crocodile? Well, Orcadile, I guess. Yeah, I don't mind that. Just kind of like waves his hands very showmanship and just bows before, you know, like walking back into the archway again. Um, I'll head over to. Uh, Ivan and Gregor. Yeah. 
and hold the scroll of the Wormwood contract out and say, okay. We're doing the Wormwood? We're doing, we're doing the Wormwood. It's simple, it's easy. I'm sure we can handle it. Um, he did mention that um, once we bring it into Salt Harbor, it will be very smelly, so we need to try and combat that. Okay. I'm sure we can pick something else. May I just say as well, I think it, I, it's times like this I feel the bond of the team. That we make, <laughs> that we actually help, you know? You understood that I have a faith that I have to continue and follow. I mean, quite religiously. <laughs> you so know what fact, I like about this group? We all trust each other. An honesty does seem to be bond. I just want to say, you have my respect, Gregor. That must have been very difficult. Well, me. Rag. <laughs> Such a close group, you get each other's names mixed. <laughs> I mean, oh, Rag. So yeah, right. um, you, you've been a little bit too, uh, too sloppy for my liking, but okay. Um, here's, uh, who wants a contract? Do you want me to keep it, or do you, do you want to do you want to have a look? Here, I've have a look. I'll look at the details. I will do, my friend. Thank you. I'll give him the scroll. Yeah. It just leaves me with the, with the other. So I have to worry about that other scroll now. That's fair enough. I take it this is all the details you said then, two days on Friday. And then yeah, yeah. It's, it's, got, it's got up. The scroll has that in, initial introduction that I just read out, as well as, yeah, basically Friday evening, you will get a crate at the drop off point which is the um, bread mill outside of Salt Harbour itself. Wheat mill, sorry, not bread mill. Um, you will need to drop it off at the port and it should be done on that Friday night. Doesn't say anything about it smelling, but that's just something that Aja has told you guys. Could you tell me the name of this scroll I've got myself? It's just a contract. It's just an assassination contract. Yeah, we'll call, we'll call it that because it'll differentiate it from the Wormwood. Right. Um, well, it looks like we've got time and you've got to fight, Gregor. I've got to prepare myself. Yeah, let's Ed, go, Gregor. Come on, you can. You got this. Ed, that Rag, are you actually next to Gregor and Ivor? Um, well, I've just are been you... speaking to Ivor. And, yeah, I've just been speaking to the lot of them, so I, I'm, I'm in within, within a year shot. Okay. Well, Binnett at this point kind of wakes up and just shuffles a little bit. Yeah. Well, if he's Has he though? Kind of just shuffles. He just says walking up. So. Well, he shuffles up, sorry. Maybe walking up is the wrong word to say. He just kind of bristles a bit as you're slightly set away from. Greg and Ivor can just quietly. Who are we eating? Oh, we're, we're not into eating anybody. Ah, uh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> we're not eating anybody. Not goblin. No, no goblins. No goblins. What's that about <laughs> goblin, Bimit? There's nothing about goblins, Gregors. We've just been speaking about the three contracts that was on there. It's obviously dead. Bimit must be confused. Maybe he's and just... hungry. Bimit yes. hungry. Indeed. I mean, we must be famished. Just kind of snaps a little bit. Bimit, I'm hungry. Um, 
What time is okay. it, sorry? Okay, baby. Okay, baby. Um, Midday. Midday, alright. I'm going to take a steak. I think it's a good time to take a steak out of, uh, out of my person here. I want it to be before uh, I'm very uh, quiet. Settled, <laughs> settled today. I've been very quiet. <laughs> I've been very settled and forgetting that it's been on my shoulder for the entire day. Yeah, I did. I did point out multiple times I during the did, session, I and I remembered it at the time. And then, like ten minutes went on, and it just got all about him. So you kind of, (laughs) you kind of, you kind of reach into your bag then and, um, yeah, pull out a steak and just drop it. And it kind of lands on your shoulder. It's a bit awkward having to hold your shoulder up like this. But maybe it's like just gnawing into it. I'm holding the steak at the time. Okay, so you're just literally holding it above him so he can... I'm just holding it and and rewarding it to him for saying... It's funny. Nothing. It's funny that I didn't know yeah, dragons. Like, I didn't know dragons like to eat goblins. That's funny. Why would you say that? The Reaper, the Maelstrom, and the Thief is an adult Dungeons and Dragons show by Rollcast. Rollcast is JB as Ragnarok, Coogan as Gregor the Last, Gareth Ryan as Ivic Mylart, and myself, Tom Crab, as the DM. Our intro, midpoint, and outro theme were all created by JB, and this episode was mixed and edited by myself. A big thanks to the following for their music and ambiences, as without them, these sessions would not have quite the same atmosphere. These people are Adrian von Ziegler, Alexander Nakarada, Blackbird Bard Music, Darren Curtis Music, Kevin McLeod, Michael Gelfie Studios, and The Seventh Midnight. Full links to their tracks can be found in the episode description, so please check them out as they're all amazing and quite a fair few of them don't get quite enough credit for the amazing work that they do. If you yourself play Dungeons & Dragons, or even some other tabletop RPG, then I'm positive that they'll have some tracks that can help elevate your session. If you've got a hankering for more Rollcast content, then follow us on Twitter at castthatroll and give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash cast that role. And on both of these, we post more information on upcoming episodes, as well as some anecdotes on sessions that took place before we could do the podcast, and some other little bits and bobs really as well. If you've listened to this episode and you want to see the video version, then why not subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching for the handle at cast that role on YouTube. Likewise, if you've watched this episode, but you want the next one to be in podcast form, then why not search for Rollcast on Spotify, iTunes, and any of the other major podcast providers. We also have a special catch-up episode on our channel right now that covers just about everything that we couldn't publish previously due to copyright issues. So if you want a little bit of background on the story so far, then why not give that a look? Thank you to everyone who has stuck around so far on these credits, and apologies for the occasional off-audio and video when we first recorded this batch of sessions we were all quite new to this entire process this entire recording process and a couple of mistakes were definitely made but stick around though as it definitely does improve in future episodes episode two titled tonight drops in two weeks so we'll see you on november 30th
Oh, I can't even take myself fucking seriously. I'm not even started. I know. I, I just, I can see the script and it's like, God, I'm going to sound like such a prick. You alright, Gaz? You ready? <laughs> and this person's meant to be inspiring confidence into us. <laughs> I mean, once we're actually underway, it's completely fine. It's just this entire addressing the camera, hello, audience type of shit.